Welcome to Otaku Brothers, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast featuring Rusty, R.E. Lewis 2011, and Ryan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 14 of Otaku Brothers. My name is Rusty, and tonight I am joined by my forever co-host and brother-in-law that didn't interrupt me this episode. Yeah. Ryan, how are you doing today? Good. I'm yeah. doing well. Good deal. Well, uh, last episode was fun. What did we talk about last episode? 13 games on the horizon or something? No, it was um, PSP games. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 12 was, uh, man, we're RPGs. flying by. We're at episode 14, you know, topics. I can't even remember what the heck we did. But tonight, we, oh yeah, air's running. We're not going to restart. That's not how we roll. <laughs> yeah. we, we roll the punches, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a podcast where you make edits and get that stuff out of here. Ryan had to turn off the, the air, and uh, we're going to roll with it. So this episode, we have uh, a fun episode planned. It's something that I've been wanting to do pretty much since the origins of the episode. It's no secret that I'm a very big fan of the 90s, and if you followed my YouTube channel for any amount of time, you'll know that I even did a specific series kind of honing in on some of the aspects of the 90s that I was so fond of, whether it was video games, movies, or TV, even music. I think I did an episode on that. And so Ryan and I are going to kind of split this up we kind of have two episodes planned now um, based on the way that we've kind of segmented our, our subtopics here. Um, but if it, it rolls into more episodes or if any of you have certain topics you want us to kind of, you know, dig into, we'll do that. But right now, this episode, you know, we'll get into the subtopics that we're talking about later. But really, we're going to talk about food, snacks, you know, some of our favorite toys and a few other little mini topics as well. So it should be a lot of fun. But before we get into the games that we've been playing recently, a few quick uh you know, we, we don't really have like a dedicated news segment to our show, but there are two quick, you know, PSAs, public service announcements that I want to kind of talk about that kind of came out of the the news this week. So we got Dark Souls Trilogy coming yeah, to the PS4. Yeah, you sent me a text about yeah, that. Yeah, PS4 and Xbox One. So for 80 bucks, which I think is a more than reasonable asking price to get Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 on one disc, probably multiple discs, whatever it might be, plus all of the DLC that came out subsequent to their original releases, um... And HD for the current generation consoles. I feel like that's good news for, for Dark Souls fans. Yeah, it is. And even if you haven't... I mean, it it kind of bums me out that Bloodborne isn't on there as well. I think that would be like... It's technically not a Dark Souls. It's not, but I mean, it's from software. Yeah. You know, and I think it would make sense. What about to, Demon Souls? Well, they haven't even made remade that yet for I the know. console. That would be... Yeah, man, that would be the definitive package right there. Can you imagine getting all five games on like one... Man, I mean, that, that's like what they did with Kingdom Hearts. That would be so rad if they were able to get Demon Souls, the Souls games, and Bloodborne. I'd be all over that. Yeah, so actually, there was a gameplay from GamesCon from Shakiro. Oh, yeah, uh, Shadows Die Twice. Shadows Die Twice. How was that? I didn't look at it. And I was questioning whether I would like it after playing Neo and then seeing kind of the changes that they had made from the Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Oh, it does. So you, oh, it looks great. It shattered it, your like, doubts. Yeah, so the problem with Neo that I was finding, I'm eventually going to go back to it, but it, it there's way too much loot in it, mm-hmm. and it's the thing that they change up in this game is you can't really customize your character. You have a lot of uh, like secondhand weapons, like you have an axe or you have like a fire starter and like a few other things. Yeah, um, but the levels in Neo are really flat. Like, you can walk around the path and go up, like, a hill or something. Yeah. But to get on top of a building, you have to climb ladders. This one, I mean, the, the kind of iconic feeling of, like, a ninja is that you can 
you're super quick, you can jump around. And this one, you have a like a, a grappling hook oh. that allows you to grapple everywhere. So you're quickly jumping from roofs and jumping down on people, stabbing them. I think I saw like, like a uh, like a 15 second Instagram like sponsored ad type of thing, mm-hmm. and it showed that like you like jumped on like yeah the roof of some like warehouse or something like that. Yeah, you can just jump around and like yeah, it's a lot more vertical than all the Dark Souls games. That'd be really nice because I think maybe one of the th- you know, and you don't really think about it while you're playing, but maybe one of the drawbacks to the Souls game is just kind of traversing through the world and the speed to which you do so. Mm-hmm. So to be able to do it a lot quicker with that, I, I, like that kind of grapple mechanic might make things a lot faster paced, but also maybe just more interesting because I'm sure you're going to be able to utilize that in combat to some degree. Yeah. And like grappling on your enemies and like ripping them towards you. Well, you can always grapple to your enemies. Yeah. If they throw you off a cliff, you can actually grapple onto them and you gra- like throw your hook into them and then grapple back on the cliff to save yourself. Yeah, dude, that's going to be super sweet. Um, yeah, it, it looks really cool. And then they use the same, same kind of uh, way that they use endurance in Neo. Yeah. So it's your endurance goes down or you get like staggered. And okay. And you're you can take a critical hit when you're endurance goes all the way up um so that's pretty cool um yeah it looks overall really good cool yeah no i'm super pumped about that and it comes out on my birthday next year yeah 322 so in any case there was one other thing i wanted to touch on it's uh on psn for all of you ps4 owners out there there is a attack of the blockbusters blockbuster sale right now going on um, you know, speaking of nineties things, blockbuster and movies and stuff, but in any case, so this is a huge sale for like all, you know, triple a games, even some lesser known type games, um, on PSN PS4 right now. So just a couple examples just to kind of make you guys aware, um, this ends eight twenty eight. So let's see, we'll record, we're recording on the 25th, um, uh, we're upload on the 26th. So you guys will have two days to kind of take advantage of this sale. But, you know, a couple examples here. You can get God of War for $35, Rise of the Tomb Raider for $15, Vampire for $45. You can get the um, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Collection, so the base game with all DLC for $11, which is, like, wow. super good. Um, the Witcher 3 um, Complete Edition with all the DLC for $20. Um, Alien Isolation, which is one I might end up picking up, like a really cool, I don't know if it's third or first person, but just kind of, like, survival horror-esque, you know, game based on the Alien, you know, trilogy of movies, yeah. uh, really, Scott. You can get that for 12 bucks. Um, Divinity Original Sin, you know, so remember we were talking about that top-down Diablo-esque RPG that you and I wanted to get into? Yeah. The second one comes out next month. Um, you can get the first one for not 10 bucks. Wow. What do you think is a good deal? So um, Battlefront 2, 16 bucks. So a lot of great deals. There's like... Original or the new one? The new one. Yeah, really? But, yeah. It's already down there. Um, so yeah, a lot of great deals if you're looking for, you know, a um, couple cheap games to pick up um, and really good ones. So yeah, just a little FYI to all you all you people out there that are PS4 owners. Um, yeah, get on that. Ends on the 28th of uh, this month. So without further ado, let's get into the games that we've been playing recently. So Ryan, why don't you kick things off? So I played one game this week. I ended up going out and, well, last week I was playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2 um, that one you kind of have to have more time to sit down per session. Oh, yeah. Like an hour or two. Yeah. Um, which I don't currently have. So I bought Dead Cells, which is another Switch game. And it's kind of like a Castlevania roguelike. Um, you're dead at the start, essentially, and this, like, cell blob thing come and re- comes and reanimates you. 
and then you get to run through and try to fight your way through 12 different levels. Okay. Um, so I, I think there's 12 different bosses from what I was researching. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the music, which you usually ask about, it's action-y. Which okay. I, so I don't... I was watching Deadpool 2 when I played, so I had the music down, but when I did turn it up, because I figured you would oh, badger totally yes. me about this, yeah. it had the kind of action feel to it. Like, it was, uh, was it arcade or was it more just like... More intense. You're watching, like, Gladiator type of thing. Kind of Gladiator-esque. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. All right. I was pretty entertained. Yeah. Um, so, the it's kind of like Dark Souls with, it, with the currency, so there's cells. Um, and with your cells, you can use to upgrade your character. So once in a while, a monster, whatever you're fighting, drops a cell. And then throughout each kind of main, like, 12 stages, there are checkpoints where you can go and upgrade your base character. Okay. And so when you die with that, or the stuff that you, in, those cells that you input into your character, don't actually go away. So you can kind of upgrade your base. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you gain with like the loot and stuff throughout your runs, that does go away. Interesting. Along with the cells that you didn't already cash in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have multiple checkpoints where you have to cash in everything, and then if you die midway through a run before the check- next checkpoint, you lose all those cells and all your gear and everything. Wow. Um, so it's, it's pretty difficult. Um, I have not beat the second boss. I'm currently working on upgrading my character a bit, kind of unlocking more weapons. So when you're running through the levels, you can find blueprints of weapons, and then you have to put cells into those to have a uh, chance of like unlocking them at the beginning of a run. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like 30 cells or whatever. So that's like maybe two levels worth of cells. Um, so I can randomly now start out with the bows that I've unlocked. So it's a more powerful than just like a regular bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. It's like um like a double shot or one that freezes and that kind of thing. Okay. Now how are the graphics? Are they very like flashy and stuff like that when you're like, you know, the animation between like combat when you like, you know, you're fighting people with a sword or whatever weapon you might have. It's really quick. It's an arcadey feel. Um it's really dark. Mm-hmm. Um the atmosphere I don't really know anything about the story. I think it's kind of Essentially the same lines of how Dark Souls tells its stories. Yes. It's background or reading kind of text. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at kind of the background stuff, the first level is like sewers. And um, the second or third level is kind of like there's people hanging. It's like a really dark, almost okay. like medieval-y feel. Yeah. Um, that'll probably change as I go further on. But it's... The atmosphere is really kind of intense. Okay, so and at least there's varied environments between levels. Then you're not yeah. just going through one, you know, very bland and generic corridor the entire game. It no. does. It does kind of. It changes up. Okay, and the enemies change up drastically. And I mean, it is a difficult game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, w- I'm enjoying myself. I wonder what the one with the casual playtime would be and one with the speed run is for this because the speed run was about 15 minutes on any percentage oh gosh wow yeah but that's uh, if the first time you go through the game like each boss from like beating the first boss you get a thing that allows you to traverse different things okay so like the first boss allows you there's like piles of moss on the ground mm-hmm. to create a vine that goes up oh with that so 
going further and further through all the bosses in the game, and after you beat the game, you can still run through it, I believe. Nice. That'd be um, cool you if they unlock have like a, like, a new game plus type of thing. Yeah, I think there's harder difficulties as well okay. after. Um, but once you beat all the bosses, you have all of the like wall running and things. So your speed runs get a lot quicker. Cool. So yeah. you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have to, you play, have to play it tonight. Later tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it got outstanding reviews saying it's like one of the greatest roguelikes in years um, across pretty much all major publications. I think it has like anywhere from 85 to like a 90 on Metacritic right now. So yeah, um, I was seeing like in the 90s when I was looking up reviews, um, I went into GameStop randomly. I was looking for, um, oh crap, I wrote it down, but it's kind of like a farm, not Farmville. What's that Stardew game? Valley. Mo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have that um, on PS4. Yeah, I was going to get it on Switch. Yeah. You um, would, like, freaking go nuts if you played a game I like know. that, dude. And that's a perfect podcast. Watch, you know, whatever you're watching. Like, Deadpool. I know. I can Dragon get Ball. married. Have, yeah. Like, meet a mayor. Yeah. Um, you can. Yeah, you can interact with all the townspeople. Like, you, my yeah. only chance of getting married. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... it's As I mean, I'm drinking a Red Bull and my heart hurts. Yeah, exactly. You're already shaving years <laughs> off your life reasons. as well. Um, no, yeah. no, it's, it was an absolute revolution when that game came out originally. And now it's just been ported to pretty much every console you can imagine. And it was actually made by one guy, really? which is insane. Um, it you know, looks he, exactly like Harvest Moon. He's like swimming, like, you know, sc- you know, Scrooge McDuck in cash yeah, same right with now. with the guy who did that Flappy Birds crap. Yeah, exactly. They're just like swimming in cash Oh no, right I'm now. making $50,000 a day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely kind of follow up on that. Even order on Amazon, I think you'd really like that. You could probably get it for twenty bucks on Switch too. Yeah, that, I mean that's how I went in and found Dead Cells. Yeah, was I was looking for that, and then yeah, I actually talked to my coworker about it. And he said his brother really liked it. And I was like, well, he put fifty hours into this game. I can, I'll try to do it. And well, I went to GameStop, and uh, it was it was when I picked Stardew Valley up, and I picked up like a. Uh, couple other games i don't remember when it was this is months like two months ago and um the guy that was there he's super super cool i um always end up talking to him for like 30 minutes when he's there it's one of very few gamestop employees that i can actually like have a genuine human conversation with is this the ps or four switch yeah the guy, guy that sold me the ps4 he is like really he's like a dishonored tattoo assassin's creed tattoo super cool guy um but anyways his wife has put in like 300 hours into stardew valley on their switch um, and she wow. basically said, like, if you want to play the Switch, you need to get another one because I'm not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of... Uh, so, yeah, I think you'll have a lot of fun with that. It's a good mindless, you know, just play games while you watch y- movies type It's of thing. really nice because, I mean, if my time that I can sit down is maybe 30 minutes or so, I can do a run or, I mean, runs get longer as you get better. Mm-hmm. But my runs right now take about 30 minutes until I die. Yeah. So, or at least die at the second boss and kind of recover everything. So... Yeah, it's nice to do one or two runs a night, and I'll slowly make my way through the game. Well, especially Stardew Valley. I mean, that's a game that, yeah, it's like Animal Crossing in the sense that you, like, you, you harvest your crops, you get all of your whatever, you you know, you know go to the facility that you drop everything in that you're going to sell, and then you can do that in 15, 20 minutes, and you can play it in bed if you want to. You know, yeah. it's, it's a really nice convenience. Uh, so, yeah, that's it this week, Dead Cells. Yep, awesome. that's it. What about you? So, for me, I... Um, surprisingly have been very much enjoying the playstation vita so um kind of just working through my backlog of games and uh, i ended up finishing uncharted golden abyss this week and i really enjoyed it i don't really have much to add i don't think it does anything to greatly distinguish itself from the other uncharted games i think the biggest distinguishment is the fact that it uses the 
PS Vita's, um, you know, touchscreen functionality really well. I think there were certain moments where it was kind of just getting like tiresome and it was just kind of like, okay, I understand that I have to, I found this relic, this sword or whatever, and I have to use the touchscreen to dust it off by using my finger or whatever. And, yeah. I, and you know, that after you play it for eight, 10 hours, it's kind of just like, okay, this is, I found an artifact, big deal. Like I don't need to dust it off or whatever. Um, All this about dusting off those artifacts. Mm, mm, yeah, it is. <laughs> and so, you know, the story was your standard. You, you run into a couple people. Someone stabs you in the back. You have this one, you know, guy that wants to get all the treasure for himself, and he has like a, a gang of people that he's trying to essentially kill Drake and you know, whatever. Yeah. It's your standard Uncharted fare. Didn't again and do anything. It wasn't Uncharted Four in terms of storytelling. It didn't um, break the mold, which but but isn't it's bad. It, yeah, it, it was enough for me to you know like I love the characters and the music and the gameplay loop that I was I'll play through ten to twelve hours of that. So I played through it, but it's interesting because it kind of ended where, of course, there was a female interest in the game, just like Bond. It's like every movie there's a different girl, and from what I understand, this takes place between three and four. And at the end of the the game, he's kind of like smooching, you know, this this random. Girls, so I'm like wondering, is this really like uh, canon, or is this just kind of some well, random? I thought Drake wasn't in this one, or mm-hmm. Nathan. No, that was um, Uncharted Lost Legacy. The two female ones. Yeah. Wait, which one's this then? Golden Abyss is on the Vita. I thought the other one was on the Vita. No, Lost Legacy is on the PS4. Gosh, I, where have I been this conversation? <laughs> okay, so what what is this game about? I totally didn't know I, this was a thing. I don't know. Like, I, dude, I just. I started off in some random lush jungle, and I was just like... Because when, when you're saying, oh, yeah, there's a female love interest, I was like, oh, okay, that's very progressive. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, just, I mean, speaking of, I mean, that's actually not too far off, because Naughty Dog and The Last of Us 2, Ellie, the main character, is, is you know, kissing some other girl, I mean, in the trailer. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. So, wait, Nathan's in this one? I didn't think they... I thought they retired the character. No, it, well, this came out before four, first that, of all. Okay, that makes and, sense. And, um, dude, I don't know, Wikipedia, that stuff. It's just some guy named Nathan Drake, and he's in a jungle. Okay. He has a bunch of weapons, and he kills like 792 people in the, in the span of like eight to 10 hours. And uh, he, he doesn't get slapped on the wrist for it because he's Nathan Drake. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, at the end of three, spoilers to Uncharted 3. I think they, I think they walked off into like, they were having like relationship problems. Right? Dude, I swear, I play a game and then like I started up a next game. And you ask me a question about the story and it just is out <laughs> yeah. the freaking other side of my head. Like, I just I cannot. There's very well, the few, date was August 14th. Yeah, exactly. And they were having fights and then by September, it didn't end. Yeah. Billy Joel Armstrong wrote a song. No, but like, I don't know. Do like, you I, remember? That's September. I that, said September is the next plot point. Yeah. Well, okay. So we're completely two different sides of music right now. You, <laughs> you're singing, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and yeah. I'm singing like, you know, emo Green Day. Um, no, but my point being is like, I play games, and I this as far as story goes, it, it's it's so rare that I distinctly recall any main plot points. I mean, there's games like Uncharted Four, Bioshock. Um, I just remember those suited guys from Bioshock. Big daddies, man. Big daddies. You need to play Bioshock. You can get the HD collection on PS4 right now. Yeah, I think I have them. 
Yeah. On, on PS3, on a, though. Yeah. Uh, I played through the first one, at least. One's great. Two didn't deserve the hate that it got. And I actually played two. Why um, did they, people hate it? Because um, Ken Levine, the guy who like wrote the story for one in, in Infinite, the third game, wasn't, I don't think, directly involved with the second game. And so people would just... Very much like Dark Souls 2. You know, Miyazaki wasn't a part of that yeah. game, so they were just like, oh, this is completely different. It's it's not what the first one was. I don't want anything to do with it. And I think people were too quick to write it off. I thought it was a very competent Bioshock game. And, it, it, and as Ken Levine aside, I thought it was just a great game all around. The multiplayer actually played quite a bit. I have the... It's actually one of very few collector's editions that I've kept over the years, the Bioshock mm-hmm. 2 one, because um, it came with an outstanding hardcover art book, the game itself and a vinyl record of the game, the CD soundtrack itself, mm-hmm. and that a bunch of these, like, really... There's, like, a lot of um, propaganda in the Bioshock games. Yeah. And the second one, the collector's edition, had, like, these, like, little mini posters um, with some of that propaganda kind of, like, really cl- cleverly, like, kind of artistically laid out on the, these little um, posters. So okay. really a great collector's edition. But anyways, um, where were we? <laughs> You're talking about uh, Uncharted, and then we got off on a tangent. Yeah, okay, per usual. So yeah, Uncharted Golden Abyss, great game. Things um, and plot and stuff that we don't remember. Exactly. Um, but yeah, maybe if I could just quickly like, pause, you know, I want to talk about Resistance Burning Skies, another Vita game as well. The PlayStation Vita is an outstanding console, you know, despite what, you know, all your your uh, video game publications and, and whoever else might be telling you. More propaganda. Exactly, exactly. Don't the writing is not on the it's wall, folks. News, it's it's folks. fake news. You hear it here first. <laughs> Game Informer. Um no, I, I just think there's such a great library of games, certainly not to the extent of PSP, because it was not even in any way supported as well as it was, you know, for the PSP. But um I think Sony, you know, to kick it off, had some great games like Luminous, um Killzone, uh Uncharted. There's a lot of, you know, very specific um, games that you could only play in the Vita that are really terrific games. And if, if you're a big fan of RPGs in any way, like visual novels, it's such an outstanding console. And not only that, but why is this lady looking at my car? What's going on out there? I don't know. She's one of my neighbors. Yeah. Keep an eye on her. So another really great thing about the Vita is that you can download really the all of the essential PS1 RPGs, action games, platformers, and what have you on the Vita, which is really a, a, a great luxury to have. I mean, I have Final Fantasy 7 through 9, Chrono Cross. Um, I have, like, Toy Story Racer, of course, Hercules. I have a bunch of Disney games on there as well. But you can get Tomba 1 and 2, which are, you know, great, you know, um, platformers that if you buy the, the physical copies on the PS1, they're going to run you 80 bucks a piece, but you can get them for, like, 5 or 10 bucks on the Vita. So... If you're looking to for save money and really just want to be able to play a lot of the great PS1 classics, get a Vita for that alone. And then there's still at least five to ten must-play games, I would say, for the system, apart from that, that are specific to the Vita. It's really just an excellent system, very much affordable right now. Uh, I would say if you are in any way interested, though, jump on the bandwagon now because I think some even Golden Abyss is going for like $50 right now, which is stupid because, you know, a few... Years after the Vita's release, it was like 20 bucks. But I think just because, one, it's probably in high demand right now, and yeah, they, didn't make, demand. they didn't make a significant number of copies in comparison to like the PSP. So, um, yeah, supply and demand, economics 101. 
type of deal. But Resistance Burning Skies was the other Vita game that I played this week, which if you're in any way familiar with the Resistance series, um, it was you know developed by Insomniac, so the developers behind Infamous and Ratchet and & Clank. And you know if you've played the Ratchet & Clank games, you know how unique the weapons are in those games. And Resistance is very much the same. There's just some ridiculous you know, weapons that you can, different guns that you can get in those games. And, and the Vita game is no different. So the game kind of kicks off where you are this firefighter and this warehouse is up in flames. And so you go in there with your team and it turns out, I don't really know. Cause again, story, I don't, I don't really care about story most, most of the time, especially in a game like this. I just played it cause I wanted to shoot aliens. When we do our resistance episode, I will be in charge of the plot. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but basically, you know, you find out that there's just been this invasion of these, what they call chimera, which are essentially like these freaky looking alien things um, that also carry guns and, and have the ability to actually shoot and stuff. And so you're in this burning warehouse and one of your buddies gets like ripped to shreds by this giant alien. At that point, um, you pick up one of these chimera guns and you're set off on this, you know, six to seven hour adventure shooting a bunch of aliens with guns. Yeah. But one of the things that I loved about this game that wasn't in Resistance Fall of Man for the PS3 is being the firefighter that you are as the main protagonist, you have an axe. Yes. And so you just take this axe and can just like crush it into the skulls of like these Chimera. And it's so satisfying to be just able to... Just wait until we get into Resistance 3. Okay. Going, after this podcast tonight, we're going through number two. As much as we can get through before we fall asleep. Yeah. Um, and then... When you get to Resistance 3, you'll... You have some kind of melee weapon? You'll see. Okay. But yeah, so I thought that was really, uh, you know, I guess the name, I didn't really read into it, but Burning Skies, you know, you're a firefighter, what have you. Uh, but it's fun. It What's wild about this game, you know, Ryan, we experienced it with playing the first one, how brutally difficult it is. Yeah. This is no exception. Um, it was just bonkers difficult during some of the bosses. And I looked at the trophies because um, I was like unlocking trophies like out the wazoo while I was playing this. And I can actually get the platinum... I'm one trophy away, mm-hmm. but I got I bought it used, and I need like an online voucher code to play it. Mm-hmm. In addition to having a PS Plus subscription, which is just ridiculous in today's day and age. Yeah, and I look, I I try to play an online match, and it's like, oh well, you have to buy this exclusive, you know, subscription to be able to play our online service, and it's not going to be caught. Co- it's going to cost you nine ninety nine. I'm like. I paid 50, whatever it is, 50 bucks a year for PlayStation Plus. I don't want to have to play or pay some exclusive price just to pay play your game online. Yeah. It was just absurd to me uh, and really frustrating to me that I'm one trophy away from getting the Platinum Trophy because the trophy is basically just successfully play one match online. Yeah. And it's keeping me from doing that because... You know, eventually you'll probably sink ten dollars to finalize that. I'll probably have a couple cores lights and I'll, I'll justify <laughs> yeah. the purchase, you know, and whatever. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Should I get this? Eh, let's see in an hour or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so whatever. But it really frustrated me that that was the case. But you know, for what it was, you know, very unique enemy designs as you would expect. All the signature guns that you would typically see in a resistance game and. If you're looking for a fun first-person shooter in the Vita that controls very well with the dual analog, it's, it was a lot of fun. So glad I pumped you know the six to seven hours into that. It was just a fun kind of mindless, mindless shooter game. The last two games I want to quickly talk about, um, you know whether I, I should admit this or not, I'm going to because I'm already doing a, a podcast about geek things. I, I recorded Jeopardy every single night when I was in high school, and I watched it every single night. And uh. <laughs> so huge fan of Jeopardy. And, and in junior high, before I was, you know, had any kind of 
brains to be able to compete in Jeopardy. I watched Wheel of Fortune every night. So yeah. um, they had a dual pack on PSN for super cheap. So I got Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. And so that was kind of my come from home from work. Lauren and I sat down and just like played Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune together. Um, yeah, I don't really know. I don't, it was a lot of fun. So Wheel of Fortune, it's kind of set up so that uh, you play the game, you spin the wheel, whatever, you unlock letters. And then if you know it, you can either choose to pass solve or buy a valve what yeah. have you and it works very well just using a controller you know um if you know the puzzle then it will give you 60 seconds to kind of spell it out with the letters and uh yes yeah, so that, that, it's, it's a lot of fun and jeopardy is very much the same as far as like um well you know you would expect so jeopardy it's unlike Wheel of fortune in the sense you don't type your answer when you ring the buzzer for a particular clue they'll have three preset answers there and then okay. you choose from one of those three um but yeah, I mean, it's just a fun, you know, I love those game shows and to be able to play a video game based on them is, is good fun. So yeah, all I played this week. So I'm, nice. I'm hoping to get back to Dark Cloud this week and polish that off. So I'll have impressions about uh, wrapping that bad boy up. And uh, what else might want to, I want to play God of War 3. I want to finish that up so I can actually play God of War before the end of the year. And uh, yeah, good stuff. So yeah, I might take that back because they have New Game Plus now. Charlie so I- was actually asking me about that earlier this week. Um, because he's playing it right now mm-hmm. in New Game Plus. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't beaten all the Valkyries. As long as I don't save over with my New Game Plus save, my old save, um, I'll be fine with that. Yeah. It'll be good. Good stuff. Yeah, because I was stuck on one of these freaking Valkyries. What is that? What about So Valkyries in mythology are like these bird things. You, does that ring a bell? Valkyries? Oh, okay. Do you remember Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Where they like protect the Asgardians. Okay, gotcha. Kind of like that if they had wings. Okay. Yeah. So they're basically like elite soldiers, and you have to go kill them as like the hardest bosses in the game. Gotcha. It's either po- like during the actual game or post, um, I guess, end, the ending of that game. End game type yeah. content stuff. So there's a certain number of them, and then there's kind of an end boss for those Valkyries, and yeah. Things and stuff. Freaking difficult. Yeah. Good stuff. Even on easy. Yeah? Freaking difficult. (laughs) I think you just suck. Yeah. (laughs) Probably true. (laughs) All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into uh, questions. We got... I actually didn't even know that we got any questions. I thought we didn't have any, like, at all. Yeah. And then I signed into our Otaku Brothers Gmail today, and we had two pretty lengthy ones. Um, Nice. Nolan came in, like, the ninth hour or the eleventh hour, whatever they say. Um, he wrote in like eleven thirty-five today. So yeah, because we're trying to look at the questions as we do them. Yeah, so yeah, of getting at, looking at them exactly. So we're doing these off the cuff. So Logan Wright writes into the show, and uh, apparently he's been a longtime fan. And Logan, I'm, I sincerely apologize. I really, I, I really feel bad because you said you've been a longtime fan of my YouTube. So that that's kind of um, I don't recognize your username, but it's again, it's been years. So please forgive me. He says. Hey guys, I'm a longtime fan of, uh, longtime Rusty fan from the old days of YouTube. It's actually by luck that I found out about the podcast. I made my, um, a new YouTube channel a while back, and my friends and I were talking about retro games one day, and I went to show them one of your videos. What kind of video? <laughs> I didn't think my videos were worth showing people. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think so. Yeah, exactly. He said, I resubscribed the week uh, before you guys announced the podcast, and I'm loving it so far. I work in pest control driving all around the same state as us nice he says so this really makes my mondays easier between rusty's random singing and ryan's jokes 
Um, he says, yeah, I, I do less singing than he does. Yeah. He says, I play Super Smash Brothers Melee competitively, Fox being his main. And okay. he says, and, and I'm Good one choice. of the best in the state. Wow. He says, Ryan said he wanted to get into Melee, and I'd be more than happy to help him get good. Wow. <laughs> Basically implying, <laughs> that, implying that you suck. As long as you don't play as Jigglypuff, she's super cheese. He says, yeah, they have uh, this newer thing called Netplay, where you can play Melee on your computer, online against other people. He said, also, I don't know how close you guys are to two cities. Well, uh, let me just say that we are very close to especially the second one there, uh, Logan. But if you guys wanted to go to a melee tournament sometime, I have information for all of the the weeklies, weekly tournaments. Um, a particular city holds theirs on Friday nights at places and things. <laughs> he's like really, he's really name dropping the Shire. Yeah, he's like really name dropping certain locations. So I have to be careful. He says to get to my question: What are your guys' opinions on esports and how are they expanding or getting and how they're expanding and getting more popular? What game or genre would you go to uh, or would you go competitive in? If you had to pick one, my favorite games are fighting games because it's a one-on-one and I can't blame teammates or anything else. Uh, if I lose, the other person is better than me. Thank you guys for your time and I'll be writing in more often. Well, it's good to hear Logan. Um, so yeah, as far as esports goes, I was kind of very off put when it first came out because, um, really all I was seeing was your, your league of legends type stuff. And not that I have anything against that type of game. I mean, if anything, I wish I was good at it. I, I just, I don't have the time to put into you know, practicing that game to perfect the art of that, you know, genre of, of MOBA, whatever they call it. Um, I think it's, it's cool. I think I don't want esports to be in the Olympics though. I think that's kind of a, a no go. Uh, I think it, the, the, the moment that we have people playing street fighter at the Olympics when Michael Phelps is like slaving away. I mean, I guess these people put in the, probably the same amount of time that Michael Phelps puts into swimming in the, you know, the pool every day, but at the same time, I think the Olympics needs to remain what it is. Yeah, I was running during work, and I was watching ESPN, and they were just laughing. So there's that one uh, Twitch guy who has pink hair for Fortnite. I don't know, he's popular. Oh, yeah, I think he had some kind of thing come out against him recently because he made some, like, racist comments or something like that. I don't know, probably. That seems like a very common story nowadays. Um, But basically, the people were just making fun of him. It was like, we used to have to go outside and, like, practice and run and stuff and these people just sit throw in a, a freaking chair and a baseball or something you know like get out of the house um well even lauren today we were at a uh um this kind of like like arcade they have like pinball machines they have you know duck bowling and um bocce indoors and they also have like giant jenga mm-hmm. and these two girls that could not have been older than 10 years old both had iphones and after each block, they were chronicling their, you know, pulling of the like the Jenga blocks out of you know the 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 tower yeah. on like Instagram or Snapchat, whatever well, you they have to. And then as the tower is falling, they were both recording it on their phones. And then like immediately after it fell, just like their faces were just like in their phones typing. And I, I tell you what, like when Lauren and I have kids, you know, I didn't get my first cell phone, and it was a dumb phone, you know, like one of those old school, you know, not smartphones. I got it at fourteen when I yeah. got a job at a local grocery store bagging groceries. And I didn't get a smartphone until I started my job and my company paid for it, you know? (laughs) And I kind of want to instill that same mindset into our kids. I just, it's, it's gross how connected we are all the time. They're not going to be allowed to have vaccines because that's too cool. Exactly. No, get that garbage (laughs) out of here. All natural. Measles sound great. All natural in the Lewis household. (laughs) Um, Mm. Yeah. So anyway, esports, 
I I don't know how I feel about this. It, it's weird that we're introducing it as a sport. Yeah. It, it really, whatever your definition of a sport is. I don't know. I think it's a competitive atmosphere, and I'd be cool if it was left at that. I, don't, I usually see sports as a physical activity, yeah. not just like my fingers are really physical right now. Well, they typically have fist fights at the end of the matches, so you guess you can kind of you can classify. <laughs> like beating each other to death <laughs> with controllers. How dare you! Just like um, whatever, re, what is what are the freaking Street Fighter guys' names? You got Ken, Ayuken. Ken and Ryu. Yeah, yeah, Ryu sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Ken sounds just like a Barbie doll. <laughs> it's, uh, I think he's one of the main yeah. Street Fighter characters. Oh, okay, that's that's such a generic name. <laughs> it totally is, but I'm it's pretty like Bob the Builder. Yeah, well, well I mean Mario. It's, it's pretty whatever. It's like a stereotypical Italian. Name. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, as far as genres that I would probably play as. I don't know. I like probably the one-on-one as well. It's if I mean it's the same kind of mentality that Dark Souls. If I make a mistake I, or if I die, I'm the one who made the mistake. Yeah. And I can't hold like Fortnite. Yeah, I think you have teams. I've never really played Fortnite. I couldn't do Fortnite. I've played it. I played it with my cousin. We played it till like three o'clock in the morning one night. It's the first time I experienced it, and uh, it, it it was. It was. It was. You know, it just, <laughs> it, 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 it happened. And I didn't really think a lot about it. You know, after mm-hmm. I was not very much, I w- it wasn't very compelling as far as like, I need to play this every day for three well, and a four hours a day. It's the same kind of thing as like Battlefront. I need to do the weirdo dances in the middle of work, you know, just, you know, to kick off a, a I do meeting. like the dances. If they could introduce like dancing randomly with like cool dances in any game, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna sink like Can six hours into a game because my avatar is like twerking or whatever. Like I just, it's not that. Big oh, I'd be so down. <laughs> like Darth Sidious out there twerking in okay. Mos Eisley. Maybe, maybe. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd want a piece of yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> give me the dark side of that force. <laughs> Seriously, how great would that be? Like. Darth Vader just hip thrusting, like <laughs> pointing at a Wookiee. Just got some like EDM music. <laughs> I, that'd be great. I don't know. They have a lot of cool dances. Yeah, I feel like it, that took off. Like those random dances, <laughs> just we were, everywhere. We were at this arcade, and the kid was doing like the thing with his arms, where he like does like the two side, one side, just, yeah. just like whatever. I think that was like a lot of them. They do from popular memes or like from vines yeah. before that was. Deleted. Yeah, it is what it is, I guess. But um, yeah, probably like smash or melee is what I. I I totally do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with that. I'm. I've never been good at you know your 2D even 3D type fighters apart from from the Smash games. Um, I've always been a huge fan of Tekken Tag Tournament on the PS2, um, and just the Tekken games in the arcade. But I've never been any good at it. I'm very much a button masher. It's not like I memorize the the button presses to be able to do all these ridiculously you know seven to eight button combo you know whatever. Um, yeah, there's always someone going to be better than me. Like, as far as Dark Souls combat, that is really complex combat, or mm-hmm. really fun combat. But I've been watching YouTube videos of people going through and, like, going up against five people that are kind of, like, mobbing. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'd ever be good enough, or, like, going to the stat complexity of some of these things. I'm like, first off, one, I don't do Jigglypuff, mm. because Jiggle- Jigglypuff is lame. Who is your main? My main is probably Marth. I do like Kirby, but he's seen as a noob kind of yeah. character. In the overall list, I did, he's ranked really low. I do like Fox as well. Um, he's super fast. But I spend a lot of time with Marth. 
Yeah, I think for me, I like Captain Falcon, Ganondorf. Um, I was a big fan of Link in Melee, and they really slowed down his character in Brawl. I haven't played enough of Smash 4 to really know whether or not the, the character's been improved. Um, the, um, the punchy guy, he's really good. Captain Falcon? No, the other punchy guy. The one who's actually like a boxer. Oh, uh, Little Mac from Little Mac. Punch-Out. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Or the um, the Wii, or you got your Miis or whatever. Oh, yeah, the Mii Fighters. Mii, those are really good. Are they? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. No, I can't wait. I mean, Smash Ultimate, we're, we're super pumped about it. So, um, good stuff. Uh, you know, Logan, right? Logan, right. Thank you for writing in, man. I really appreciate it. And thank you for following my YouTube channel for as long as you have. I, did, I honestly... Wow, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And if you continue to write into the show, it'd be very much appreciated. So, Nolan, my man Nolan, writes into the show. Um, he's written in before. He says, what's up? I know it's been a hot minute since I, uh, I've written in, but I think your show too is hot. way too hot. Um, but uh, I think your show is going great, and I enjoy the variety of topics covered. Well, thanks, Nolan. I really appreciate it. Yep, thanks. Um, so he actually ends the – I'm going to jump down to the end of his email real quick, basically saying, Ben, his current co-host for a, co- a podcast called Young Nostalgia – um, he, you know, he was wondering if we can kind of like, you know, do like promos for each of our, our shows and, and I'd absolutely be doing, you know, fine to do that, you know, Nolan, I think, you know, right now I'll just say like, if any of you, you know, we're going to be doing an episode right now about the nineties and, and Nolan and his co-host Ben, as the, as the title of their podcast would imply young nostalgia, very much dig into all kinds of old school topics, whether it's old film, music, toys, whatever it is, they probably have covered it, you know, in the, the 40 odd episodes that they have currently on Podbean and iTunes. So definitely check out their show. Really great chemistry between the two, um, you know, podcast hosters. So again, thanks Nolan. And absolutely. I'd be fine doing that. He says on episode 13, you talked about being Wolverine or Spider-Man. He says, I'd be Spider-Man, no doubt. But, but you sparked a memory of mine when the topic of living through World War II as Wolverine came up. Have you guys ever heard of the game, Ryan, check this out, Darkest of Days? It was a small indie game. I guess that it came out in 2009, but you play as this character who never was actually known to be dead or killed in action during the Battle of Little Big Horn. So what happens is that you're recruited by this agency that can time travel to important times in history and make sure things play out in a particular way. The overall premise is that there is uh, another faction that is trying to change history while you are trying to keep it the same. But the game is great by blurring the lines of who is actually the good guys. During gameplay, you have to be sure not to kill certain NPCs as they are known to survive if you as they are known to survive if you do, that is changing history. You engage in battles from the Civil War, World War II, and World War One. Super cool, super interesting, and a very unique idea. There was a different uh, there was definitely some hiccups in gameplay, but it wasn't and it wasn't very polished. But I think that's a game um, that has some charm. Really interesting. I've not played that. No, I haven't either. It reminds me of similar to how, I mean, the game that we hated for Dragon Ball Z was the the Xenoverse ones. Oh. Essentially, it's the time change or changing of events. Oh, okay. Within the Dragon Ball, yeah, which is completely different. Well, did you look up the game? Yeah, I'm what looking is, at. How it. does it look like? It looks pretty good. Does it look, it look like a Call of Duty type game or what, what? kind of? Yeah, one of those styles. First or Call third person? Uh, first. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's the one where you see your gun out. In front is of it you. on like PC and Xbox or what, what, three PS3? Uh, What's what? PC from what I'm seeing? Okay, and that sounds familiar. I think I do kind of recall this game being advertised. Um, I'll I definitely... do like the idea of changing history. And... Yeah, no, I'll have to check it out, Nolan. I appreciate the recommendation. He goes on. He says, "I know this isn't exactly '90s oriented, but thinking about a game 
like that, what period of time or game world would you like to live in or experience? So like I'd really like or enjoy experiencing the world of Pokemon Snap from the N64 or even Skyrim. Would love to know what you think and keep up the great work with the podcast. Oh, as far as video games or as like real timeline? No. Yeah, so he's talking about like just being sucked into the world of a certain video game and kind of living and experiencing that world. Well, crap. Um, You go first. I'm trying to think. Yeah, so I think Pokemon, without a doubt, I mean, just be able to live in a world where you're not learning about mathematics and, and science and, you know, writing as, as you know, enticing and enjoyable as learning about literature is. That literature is actually my favorite subject. Um, to, to go to Pokemon school and have this, you know, person sit there rattling off the history of Pokemon and the fact that, like, well, when you're 10... Pokemon Wars. Yeah, the Pokemon Wars. When you're 10 years old, you're going to get to go to Professor Oak and get your own Pokemon and go on this grand adventure with friends. I think that'd be... Oh, I'd totally be game for oh, that. Oh, 100%. I'll be your Misty. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I can be your Brock. <laughs> Makes me rock. <laughs> Never mind, I can't finish that joke. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, my uh, my headphones came out. Oh, no. There we go. Oh, no. It's all... Yeah. Whatever. I'm just going to... Um, all right, it works now. My headphones like got all messed up for a second there. Um, I would definitely do Pokemon, though. Yeah, I think Pokemon would be great, as would Skyrim, to be able... You know, we I think we talked about this like an earlier... Maybe one of our... our or Would You Rather episode. Episode 5, I think it was. Um, where we kind of talked about, would you rather live in the world of Pokemon or, or Star, Wars. Star Wars and all these different Lord things. I feel like Lord of the Rings, I have to go there. 100%. Um, Star Wars would be great. Dead or Alive 2. <laughs> uh, Resistance. A, a Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball <laughs> yeah, Extreme. No. <laughs> Just, I'm going to br- brush over that one. Um, oh, Lauren isn't listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I have no one to offend. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. I'm going to um, cry now. Yeah. Oh. Let's, I don't know. I, I feel like those are the main kind of stereotypical iconic ones. Um, I'm trying to think. God of War would be interesting. I The different take, similar to how that game was, a different take on history or trying to people trying to change history. God of War, I mean, they tried to change the mythologies. Yeah. I mean, Zeus is always kind of a jerk, but having him more so of a jerk was cool. So that'd be interesting. Um, I'm trying to think what games I play. I wouldn't Horizon mind. Horizon Zero Dawn would be awesome. That'd be sweet. I mean, that's the closest you're gonna get to dinosaurs, I guess. Yeah, um, robots and. But uh, I think I'd, I'd enjoy like either Dead Island or um, Resident Evil like four. Really, you'd want? I I don't know if I'd survive. <laughs> well, I probably wouldn't either. But I I would just love to just really just you know have to adapt so quickly to the 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 way that the world has essentially come to an end and the fact that you're fighting for your life type of deal with zombies um and really just strapping any kind of like just being able to like modify like current things like just getting like a giant like i don't know broom or something and attaching like a freaking machete at the end of it and just making like a giant like sword or something you know i don't know just you'd really i mean at that point it'd be like dead rising it'd be just Finding yeah. anything you can and like kind of store. tying it all together and just making some ridiculous weapons. I would have to do also Lego worlds. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could totally be a yellow Lego guy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Pull Call off. me Chris Pratt. <laughs> so, um, no, I would love... I, I'm still obsessed with Legos. I just can't justify paying like $200 oh, it's for them. crazy how expensive I was actually are. ranting with my suppliers after like one of our meetings about how expensive... Legos are. You got the ad at not too long ago, though, right? Yes, I did. That was yeah. cool. 
That wasn't too bad, I don't think. I don't really remember. I just remember I wanted it in my room. I think you did something, like some kind of accomplishment with work or something. You were like, because you often do that. Yeah. You'll say like, oh, it was a tough week, so, you know. I deserve Get a burrito from Chipotle or something like that. And You did something. I'm trying to get away from like, I don't know, rewarding myself or my successes with Chipotle. No, I think and that's... Legos are my second oh, go-to. Oh, yeah, okay. There you go. That's good. <laughs> I think I've had so many... I had three burritos in a week, and I was like, maybe I'm overdoing my... You know, I think for like uh, when I was in high school and uh, <laughs> one of my buddies, you know, he just got this flashy car. His dad bought him like this really... It wasn't a flashy car. It was like one of those boxy Scions, mm-hmm. but it was brand new and whatever. So we would like... Gosh, this is... I'm not proud of this, but we would listen to... Some song by Lil Wayne, because it just had like some ridiculous beat, and we just thought we were so he picked me Lollipop. up from. No, it wasn't that one. Have you heard the like punkier version of Lollipop? No, I don't think I want to. You should. All right, it's really good. Dumb, dumb suckers, just like all kinds of like crazy, just like. Let me lick the rapper. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on. No, except not in like a high pitched voice, but it's like a really raspy like punk. Look up. Like ras or uh, punk, Little Wayne lollipop. Okay, you won't be disappointed. Okay, um, but anyway, so we would like listen to Little Wayne or like Float On by Modest Mouse, one of the two songs, or Gnarls Bartley's Crazy. Okay, yeah, one of those three songs, and we would drive to Chipotle, and every single day for probably like a month, I had a Chipotle burrito and chips and guac every five days a week. <laughs> Sounds like a good life. For me. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't like balloon, but like, I don't know. I guess I was just well, really. I mean, Freaking high school or whatever, our metabolisms were so fast. Horse, yeah. Um, But yeah, every stinking day I did that. It was it was a good it was a good time. Yeah, I had a summer job where every time I got a tip. I mean, granted, I should have been saving some of this money, but every time I got a tip, I would use if I had enough uh, that tip money to see if I could find the greatest combination of Chipotle burritos. (laughs) I probably had like forty. Chipotle. That's over awesome. A summer. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so the best combination is. <laughs> oh, let us know. Yeah, white rice because if you're gonna win Chipotle, you're not gonna go for the healthier brown rice. Get out of here with that. Um, yeah. You're gonna have pinto beans. You're gonna have the vegetables, whatever the fajitas or whatever. <laughs> fajitas. <they're> <laughs> it's Vegeta's brother. That's like uh, reminds me of an episode of Family Guy where. <laughs> Peter goes up to the... I've, I've always called them, like, vegetables. No, Peter goes up to the, the <laughs> taco place, and he's, like, he's ordering through the driveway. <laughs> he goes through the drive-thru. I love Old Family Guy, okay? So hopefully yeah. this doesn't get the, the explicit pan from saying this. He's like, I'd like seven chicken and cheese vaginas, please. <laughs> and they're like, what? He, like, says it, like, seven times. He's like, didn't you hear me? I said, you know, and he's, yeah. of course, saying fajitas, but... Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So that, and then you have three things of chicken, like three servings of chicken. Oh my gosh. So no, when they okay. say double chicken, you say three? Yeah. Make it three, bro. Yeah. No, the problem is, okay, trick to Chipotle. First off, if you want the most amount of food, you go in a bowl, and then you have them put a um, a tortilla at the bottom, and then- Careful with your squeak in the table yeah, over there. Yeah, I realize that. And then if you want more chicken, you do one serving of chicken, and then after they're about to move on, you say, oh, I want seconds. Because if they know they're going to put two, like, double chicken on there, they give you a smaller first scoop and a smaller second scoop. So you get the full helping of one plus a second helping of another. So over my sample size of about 70 (laughs) over my junior year of college, 
I, uh, I, we found out that that's the trick to getting the most amount of chicken and then the most amount of a food because you get more substance and then you can just wrap it up in your own burrito. So keep in mind, Ryan is expecting a 10% cut of all your future Chipotle purchases. Thanks Chipotle yeah. for the uh, money that you're going <laughs> to send me in the mail. Yeah. He just basically, uh, yeah. Saved all of you a lot of money and probably adding more food to your stomachs. So, yeah. uh, so you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> You're uh, obsessed with that song. I know. I freaking, I bugged the crap out of my co-op. Actually, luckily she liked Moana's You're Welcome, but I, the number of meetings I would just randomly say, like start singing the Rocks version of You're Welcome. Yeah. And then I found a techno version. I haven't listened to it yet. By the Tweekas. Oh, yeah. Which is a European like DJ band, which they actually have a Frozen techno thing. Do they? It's like D-A-T-W-E-E-Z-K-A-Z. Okay. Yeah. Look it up. Moana. Gotcha. Because. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Well, thank you again for everyone writing in. Whoa. Uh, did we finish all the worlds that we wanted to visit? Dude, I can go on all day. Okay. Um, Dark Souls would be cool. I would be a, um, what is it? a soulless guy so I can die as many times as I want. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. I'd be lighting all the flames. Mm, yeah, light that flame. I would really like to get into the uh, Game of Thrones world. Mm, okay, yeah. That would yeah. be awesome. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I could be part of the per like the team breaking the wheel. Well, did you see the picture I showed you today? Laura and I both played the, the Game of Thrones pinball machine. Oh. It was super cool. I, yes, okay, so games I've been playing recently. Um, <laughs> you know, Laura and I went to this place where it had like 25 different pinball machines and I played... Um, ACDC, which was super cool because there was actually a bell in the middle of the cab. And so like when you when you flick the ball like a certain way and it hit this bell, like, you know, in Hell's Bells where it yeah. makes it like boom, it like made that sound. So that was really cool. And it played like Thunderstruck like while you were playing and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was a sweet, um, you know, pinball machine. I played um, Ghostbusters, which was really rad. Um, like one of like the slime guys, like slime ghost comes down after you like get so many points. And if you hit him like a gazillion times, you get like millions of points. Um, Star Wars, which you can, you can select. Okay, this was really cool. I've never seen a pinball machine like this. Usually you have like the very almost like, you know, when you're at like a high school football game and you have like the writing on the, the, the jumbo, not the jumbotron, but the screen basically detailing the score or whatever. Yeah. Most pinball machines have that like letter of writing on the top to like detail whether it's a game over, the number of points you've gotten and what have you. Mm -hmm. Well, this Star Wars pinball machine was essentially like an actual digitized like mini tv and it had like actual computer animations and scenes from the movies and stuff like that playing out as you were playing the game which That's was really cool. cool and i played a deadpool cab that had the same like kind of electronic animations going on um so yeah that was a lot of fun i love pinball even though i suck at it lauren and i would both love to have a pinball machine and an arcade cab in our house someday um yeah because you were when I showed you the uh, game grumps like office thing and they had all those arcade machines yeah and, like those lines of all their things you're freaking out it'd be so hard to figure out just one though um gosh i mean like i'd love to have nba um either nba hang time or nba jam um i'd love to have nfl slam and welcome to the jam nfl blitz would be great um i love gauntlet legends the simpsons arcade Die Hard arcade Dig Dug's my favorite old school arcade game, as is Galaga. 
gosh, I don't know how I could select just one. It'd have to be some kind of co-op game. I think Gauntlet Legends would be a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of upkeep with arc- or arcade machines, too, yeah. you know, and maintenance and stuff that goes into that. So I'd be Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Period. Good stuff. Oh, one more. I'd like to be in the Dragon Ball universe. Oh. That'd be really cool. Good stuff. Now, would you be bald or would you be like, have like ridiculous hair like Vegeta? Oh, Vegeta is my man. All right. Yeah. I'm all about the Vegeta. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, want some of that on my Chipotle burrito. Oh my gosh. Some good, Vegeta. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, thank you for writing in, Nolan and Logan. He's my prince. All right. Thank you for writing in, <laughs> Nolan and uh, Logan. Uh, you can write into the show if you yeah. have feedback, questions, anything that makes the show better, Podcast at gmail.com. We'd really appreciate it. So thanks, guys. Yep. But uh, Oh, crap. I totally forgot. So we got Instagram questions. Crap. Yeah, I wrote these down too. So Travis writes in most weeks with great questions, and he doesn't disappoint this week either. Paige Femtrooper also wrote in, but her question is actually one of the subtopics that we're going to be talking about for the like the main you know '90s topic of the episode. And so, um, and I I kind of I posted something on Instagram, kind of structuring the topic about '90s related things, and you know. Travis and, and Paige both wrote in, you know, topics related to that. So Paige asked about um, food and snacks from the 90s that are our favorite. So we're going to be covering that. Yeah. Um, hopefully we don't disappoint in that regard, Paige. Yeah, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, Travis writes in, uh, Travis, you know, I thought we were friends. You know, I really was. But after a question like this, you're like asking me to choose between the two kids that I don't have yet. And uh yeah, hit me real. I can do that. Hit, hit me real hard. So he says, broadcast TV for kids. Which one had the better lineup? And when he originally posted this, like I looked at the two names and I was like, "What?" And I, when I actually looked it up, I was like, "Oh gosh, this is gonna be difficult." So, one Saturday morning was one of the stations, and okay. so this had popular shows such as One Hundred and One Dalmatian series, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, Ooh. Doug. Even Stevens, Hercules, Pepper Ann, The Proud Family, and Recess. Okay. A few others, but I wasn't really familiar with them. So it kind of like re-ran a lot of the the Disney Channel yeah. type shows. Kids WB, which I don't I, I don't see a scenario where I cannot choose this, but this had famous and popular shows such as The Animaniacs, Batman, the freaking animated series, Batman Beyond, Pinky and the Brain. Tiny Toon Adventures, Baby Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry Tales, What's New Scooby-Doo. This is not the Casey Kasem Scooby-Doo. This is like, you know, the early 2000s type Scooby-Doo. Okay, so the good one. And Teen Titans, the original series. See, that's hard. See, I really loved Even Stevens. That mm-hmm. was like one of my go-to shows. So the one, of the, one of the ones that I really followed. Did you ever watch like the Hercules and Buzz Lightyear Star Command TV shows? A little bit, yeah. Because I loved... Say, I mean, granted, I might watch them now, and they're probably just like cringeworthy. But I loved like the Aladdin animated series, the Timon and Pumbaa animated series that you know were subsequent to the films. Yeah, um, Hercules was pretty good. So okay, go on, Even Stevens. Yeah, Even Stevens was kind of the main one I watched out of that. I don't know, but Teen Titans, and you got Tom and Jerry. I think I watched those a lot more than I did Even Stevens. Keep in mind that Tom and Jerry Tales was like a, again similar to What's New Scooby Doo. It was more of a a re-envisioned you know, incarnation of the original cartoon, so to speak. So the animation looked a little bit different. Still um, Teen Titans. 
Well, that's still Teen Titans, yeah, it's the original. Yeah. So, so what would you say? Probably WB. I would say the same because yeah. I, I can't live in a world without Batman, the animated series, Batman Beyond, and Pinky in the Brain. Just can't do it. So, yeah. But that's, that's not to say that I don't absolutely adore Recess. Proud Family was okay. I watched that occasionally. I watched that a um, good amount. Pepper Ann, I never really got into. Even Stevens watched to death, of course. Yeah. Doug was a fun little unique show. Really, really enjoyed that. Um, it's, I never watched 101 Dalmatians, though. The TV series? I feel like I did once or twice. I, I don't, don't remember much about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't really remember that. Um, but yeah, no, Travis, thanks for writing in the, the really kind of rekindled memories that I completely forgot about. So Ryan and I are going to be doing our best to kind of separate these topics in the most meaningful, makes sense type of way. And so for this first episode, we're going to be talking about um, some of our favorite toys from the 90s and kind of growing up might kind of you know feed over into the early 2000s as well. Um, then we're going to kind of go into some of our favorite foods, cereals, snacks type of thing that we remember finally eating growing up. And then we're going to get into, and you can't talk about the 90s without talking about your favorite boy bands and your female pop artists, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to be hitting that, of course. So hitting all the fun topics, we have some other ideas for the part two episode of this that I don't want to divulge, but if it's not being covered in this, you can most likely expect it to be in the second episode. But if not, and there's a topic that you want us to cover, by all means, write into the show. I'm talking about this podcast at gmail.com. We'll do our best to cover it. So without further ado, Ryan, let's kind of just structure this like we have previously when we've talked about lists of things and kind of just, you know, I do one, you do one, and we just kind of talk about some of our favorite toys. So... Why don't you kick off the list? Okay, the first one I had, so I structured mine into different topics. So as far as games is my first topic, Mousetrap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as you drink water. <laughs> like choking on my water. That was on my list as well. Yeah. Loved Mousetrap. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember how you go around the board and you don't avoid the traps. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a card-based thing? I just remember the traps going on and like all the little... What are those, what is it called? Like contraptions. Yeah, the contraptions. Yeah. Because there was like one that like, it was an actual trap that came down. It was like a cage that came down from up above that like trapped the little mouse. I honestly don't know either. I think it was, you were probably each a mouse, each player, and you maybe like rolled dice and stuff like that and like rolled around the board um, is my guess. I honestly can't recall because it's funny. I actually had a friend that had the game. I didn't have it myself. Um, but I do remember distinctly how the game was kind of structured and how, well, yeah, like the game itself, the game board with all these, yeah, like unique contraptions around it or whatever. Um, I do remember that quite a bit while you're looking up more about that. No, I'm trying to look up. Oh, it's called, it's kind of reminds me of a Rube Goldberg machine. Have you ever heard of those? No, it's, I couldn't think of it. That's why I had to look it up. It's basically you like where you see a marble does falls down a thing activates another process something spins around activates oh, okay. something else and then ultimately you're making freaking toast like or so you're doing a oh. simple topic that's like been in like really not geeky movies but when you have like some like genius person yeah. they have like this giant contraption that so makes toast in the those morning. are called Rube Goldberg machines and that's kind of what Mousetrap reminded me of okay yeah no totally from, like so you have the marble falling down activates something brings down a trap and all that jazz yeah yeah. No, that was a really fun one. So maybe in the same train of thought for board games, um, one of the other ones that I had, I'm probably going to get so much flack for this. And it wasn't ga- a game I played willingly, but growing up with a sister, I kind of had to. Pretty Pretty Princess. Uh, that sounds really familiar. There were like all these like really weirdo, unique things that you... 
pretty, pretty princess. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought of when I first There was like a you. mirror and like a little, yeah, I know, <laughs> a little tiara and stuff yeah. like that. Um, you looking at it right now? Yeah, I don't remember this one. I don't think we had this. Um, there was another game called Don't Wow, there's Bra- a lot of jewelry and stuff in this. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> just, just, You're like, oh, I know, I've worn half. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> I've worn all of those before. Um, but no, so another one, Don't Break the Ice. Did you ever play that? Yeah, yeah, that was on my list as well. That was so fun. You had the little hammers. You had the little tap it. Yeah, and it's basically like Jenga, but like on a singular plane. Yeah. You know, because you have like this little guy... And I think you strategically place him on the board wherever, mm-hmm. and you don't want him to fall off. And so it's it, very much like Jenga on like a single plane. I don't know how else you'd describe it. And you just hit these little blocks with these little hammers and hope that it all doesn't come tumbling down. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Another one was Hungry Hippos. <laughs> oh, yes. That was such a great one. I think we probably broke that because by the end, we oh, were like were just slamming those down, it. Oh, trying yeah, to grab dude. some balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they, it was, that was a lot of fun. Especially with, like, a full family playing. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, that was a really fun one. Clue was another one I just really enjoyed. I mean, I know that game's been around for ages, but uh, I think that's a really fun game. I don't think I ever played Clue as a board game. Really? I don't think so. What do you mean as a board game? Did you play it as, like, a... a Well, I mean, there's... Yeah, not in the 90s. Okay. I mean, I just remember Clue the movie. Yeah. There was, um... What was the other game I played? It, it was like this really weird... like Guess Who? Does that ring a bell? Oh, of course. I played Guess yeah. Who all the time. There was always one guess that you went through first, like hats or something. Yeah. And like a limited half or glasses. Yeah, just... Yeah. That, I mean, my There's first question was always... really like, racist stuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my, my first question would always be like either male or female. Yeah. You know, and then you get into like, yeah, are you wearing glasses? Are you bald? Are you... Do yeah. you have hair? You know, do you have a mustache? Um, that was a lot of fun, though. That was really good. Where's Waldo? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now we're getting more into books, and I actually have some books here as well. So that was a, that, I had that under my games, but, yeah, Break the Ice was my last one as well. Where's Waldo? Those books were intense. Oh, dude. It will seem with I Spy. Did you ever get the I Spy books? Yes. Dude, I always got I remember the, elementary school, we were going through those. Well, I always got them at the, um, the book fairs, you know, yeah. when Scholastic had those, like, giant things. They just, like... Walls and walls of books, and Waldo was always one I went to, as well as um, I Spy. Another book series that I absolutely adored growing up was Captain Underpants. Yes. Um, and one time, there was like some kind of mail-in, you know, back in the day, you'd get like serial offers where, whether there was a toy in the box or whether there was a certificate to basically... Do they send you Hanes? You mail in your information. Yeah, and they send you Hanes underwear. No, that did not happen. <laughs> okay. Um, you would think that would be it, but no. So I sent in, I was waiting... Anxiously, I'd jump off the bus, run home, ask my dad, you know, Dad, did I get a package today? No, you didn't really get a package. But when the answer was, yes, Rusty, you got a package, and it was a freaking hypnotized ring, I, with, like, this, like, little lenticular, like, sticker on, like, this cheap plastic, like, probably 30 cents ring. Your dad's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I'd... Someone paid postage for that. Exactly. I'd run around the house, like, this, like, really awesome, like, little red plastic ring with, like, a little lenticular sticker like hypnotized thing. Yeah. Dude, I lost my mind. Um, there was another series that Dave DePilkey or Dave Pilkey, whatever whatever his last name or it was, um, that wrote those books. It was like um, Super Diaper Baby or something like that. That sounds less... Uh, it sounds familiar, but I didn't get into Yeah, that. I read like the first book and then he didn't come out with one for years and by that time I was like... Yeah. In middle school, and it would have been pretty unacceptable to read like Captain Underpants. Yeah, like, like mid-college. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, Super Diaper Baby. 
See what Rusty's into. My like my advanced literature professor like requires all of us to do, read a book and do a book report and bring in like Captain Underpants and like the there are some of the the most ridiculous like poopy professor or something like that was yeah. one of them. Um, I wonder what our parents were thinking. Like, what is wrong? My dad loved reading those books with me. Really? Oh yeah, he loved reading. There was them. a Garfield book that I read like a million times. Yeah. Um, Going back to Where's Waldo, real quick. Okay. Um, so they actually, I don't, I don't think it was IBM or something, but they, some people did a face recognition software on that to find Where's Waldo oh, and wow. basically scan the entire sheet and then picked out based off of like printouts of Waldo's face that they scanned in from like Google Images and they were like finding it in like a couple seconds. Oh wow! Which is I thought really cool. I was watching a video on it. You know, they're speed running for video games. I'd like this to be like a speed running video for like, where's Waldo? Because like, speaking of Family Guy, I sound like I'm like a big Family Guy fan. I'm not. I haven't watched it in years. But there was like some like little race that Brian the dog did, where he like ran through a bunch of hoops or whatever. But one of the like little activities that he had to do was he had to open up a Where's Waldo book and find him. Yeah. So he's like running through. He's like, "There's Waldo," and then he goes like the <laughs> yeah. next activity or something, which is really funny. Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't looked at those books. Well, actually. So when Lauren and I went out to Colorado, we found like this really cool um, bookshop, mm-hmm. and there were Where's Waldo books there, and so we were, you know, popped it open, of course. And we're, yeah, that's what I do when I go to Barnes and Noble. Yeah, why not, dude? Those books are fantastic. Yeah, um, I have a couple other books here. Do you have others? I don't think I have many books. No. Okay, so before we go into other toys, the true story of the three little pigs. That sounds really familiar, dude. It was a great like picture book. You definitely have to check that out. You'll see the cover, and you'll know. Yeah. You'll know. Um, the Stinky Cheese Man and other fairy, yeah. fairly stupid tales. Yes. <laughs> Such a weird, like, picture book. And even, like, the front cover is just so bizarre looking. I really like I think he, that was, like, a our fifth grade teacher used to read us stories. Yeah. And the true story of the Three Little Pigs was. Oh, yeah. Um, Wasn't that how he got, like, he was the victim? And, yes. like, they beat him up? Or yeah, like, something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I like those spins. Yeah. Um, Poppy? By Ivy. Is it the mouse? Yeah, with the owl. There was like a whole series of books about that. I loved reading that. I read that like, what, third or fourth grade or something like that. Yeah, that looks... Poppy Returns. Yep. I don't know if that was a required read, but I think we definitely... I definitely read that. I very much remember those, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, there's so many books. I mean, I was just doing a little bit of research today trying to rekindle some memories. Um, but yeah, please, if you have any you know distinct memories, especially you know re- or when we do the second 90s episode, it'd be fun to kind of have some feedback from the audience about books, toys, food, whatever. I think my first main series of books that I ever read was Harry Potter. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't I don't think that was nineties, but we could do an entire show on Harry Potter. Yeah, I think the first one maybe came out in like ninety eight ish, nine So well then the first one. Yeah, something the like that. Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> yeah. For in Europe. Yeah. Um Okay, so why don't uh, we get into like the actual toys? Yeah, so Polly Pockets. Oh, yeah. I didn't have these. My sister did, but... Yeah, Lauren had these. She really spent a lot of time with them. She didn't really do a lot with Barbies. Um, I think after she decapitated a few, their parents went to Polly Pockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I've spent... I think she made me play with Polly Pockets with her once or twice. Yeah. Um, they were like smaller figures and they had like rubbery clothes yeah yeah cool not my cup of tea but someone's cup of tea yeah so going along that train of thought as far as action figures go um you know i talked about an earlier episode the fisher price um old school kind of point and click adventure games there was a 
um, like Castle Adventure 1. There was a Wild West kind of game that were super, super fun. Well, I had the kind of, you know, um, the handheld, or not the handheld, but the action figure counterparts to those games. So I had like a Fisher-Price castle that was probably now would come up to like my knees, but back then it was like huge. Yeah. And I had like all these like really unique looking like little figurines and, and I would just create these like little scenarios, you know, yeah. like I, I'd, I'd close my door and I'd tell my parents, you know, I'm going to play with my guys and it would just be like me just creating these epic, like almost me to- alone in my room with some plastic. Well, I mean, it's just like Andy from Toy Story. That's why that, that movie was so special for me. It's just like Andy was me, you know, creating yeah. these like ridiculous scenarios. And so I would do that. And so I had the pirate ship. Right, okay. So I, I had the castle and I had the pirate ship and, um, man, I could spend three or four hours of my room just playing with those, you know? Um, yeah. It was so fun. It was, and I didn't know until years after the fact, but my dad and my sister, um, would open up the door just enough to be able to look in Yeah, and they'd sit there and just listen and watch me. Tell your stories. Yeah. Tell my story. Cause I didn't want anyone to hear. I didn't want anyone to watch me. I, I needed to just be alone doing that, you know, just, and so I, cause I get self-conscious if like people were like watching yeah. me. And, uh, but they would sit there and listen to watch me for like hours, you know, I just, uh, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't find out until like, you know, I was much older, but, uh, yeah, when kinda... I stopped after that point. Yeah, exactly. The... Um, but I think it's so important to, for kids to do that. I hope when use your imagination, I, yeah, like Legos, you know, just all that kind of stuff, yeah. create what you want. So apps nowadays don't really do that. No, it's, I mean, Minecraft is today's Legos, which I don't think is fair. I think it's so important to have that stuff in your hands. Yeah. Uh, I think you still be creative and kind of work those parts of your brain as, as a young person. But I think it's also really important to have the, the, the physical a- aspect of that. Yeah. You know, so, um, except they're freaking expensive. Yeah. We were, we were contemplating because the plastic to go into one of those sets would be like a dollar or two. Yeah. Right. But what, when I was talking to my supplier, he brought up a good point that the tolerance, I mean, though you can mass produce them, the tolerances on those Legos for like the circles themselves there's such a low tolerance where they won't actually click in like mm-hmm. millimeter or less than a millimeter. Yeah. I mean, those tolerances are just, you have to be flawless. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's where they make it, but the profit margins have to be crazy. Oh, insane. I can't imagine. I mean, it's just pl- yeah. cheap plastic and it's colored. Like how expensive can that be to produce? I wanted the millennium Falcon, but it was like $400. Oh, well yeah. I mean, I'd like the Hogwarts castle or even the Disney castle, but that's probably like a thousand dollars, you know? Um, the next one I had was Beanie Babies. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't even have that on my list. Yeah, it's a great one. Do you remember the huge McDonald phase? Oh, 100%. They had the little mini, little mini ones. ones. Yep, we have a bunch of those. And people would like invest in them for their savings. Oh, yeah. I mean, people thought that was like, going to pay people's t- college tuitions, you know, 20 yeah. years. Now that they go for pennies. Yeah, they're worthless. I mean, I'm sure you, there's a few of them that are like super, super like low quantities of them were made that you can sell for like. 50 bucks like royal ones like the royal edition yeah like those kind of but things. apart from that yeah those things are worthless yeah just like sports cards for the most part i mean i've hundreds probably thousands of baseball basketball looking back they're like three dollars a pack yeah <sighs> yeah i mean dude come on now i mean i still enjoy like the original packs yeah yeah a lot of fun um do you remember troll dolls Oh, yeah. With all the wacky hair. You can style yeah. it in like all kinds of different ways. I don't know how... I don't know whoever came up with those, but yeah, we had a few. Mm-hmm. I think that was more from like our uncles and aunts. Yeah, like if I found them at like a garage sale, I think even like McDonald's might even had those as toys at, at one point. Like, yeah. Um, but speaking of McDonald's, the McDonald's chicken nugget toys that had different costumes. I 
Do you remember those? No. You should look it up. They were like little chicken nuggets that you'd get like in a Happy Meal, and they got they had like different costumes that were themed around various different things, whether it be Halloween or just sports, whatever it was. They're ridiculous looking. Oh, they're, I do remember. They're these. chicken nuggets. I mean, yeah, <laughs> with clothes. <laughs> And they have faces. Really, all of the uh, McDonald's characters, they had toys at one point. I was going to kind of just bring that up in its own kind of you know topic, the fact that I, I, I haven't gotten a Happy Meal in years, but even when if I were to go into like um, a McDonald's, and you know, they usually have that display case. No, I want a Happy Meal. <laughs> like <laughs> well, the cool box that they give it to you? Yeah. Well, they have this- do they still do that? Better not give you to you in a freaking bag. I, it's that I, red and like yellow box. Listen, Ronald, I'd come to your house if they yeah. were serving me in a bag. I will stab you with the spatula <laughs> that you flip our burgers with, you ungrateful clown. Insert swear word <laughs> yeah. that I can't say now. Um, but no, so like if you go into McDonald's, they usually have like a display case with all of the current toys, and I feel like they're just garbage now. Like I feel like we were so spoiled back then. You, I mean, I don't. Do you remember like the little mini Sonic? Um, video games that you could get from McDonald's? Yeah, I had that, like the little ring toss game yeah. where you click it and okay. you get the rings on the thing. That's a different thing. Oh, okay. So I had like soap McDonald's, dispensers. I had... Sonic toys. Those were like bath toys because I remember having like... Oh, yeah. Like shampoo and stuff Like and they had those like as part of the case or whatever. Like the Tails one. I had the Tails one. But, um, but yeah, there was actually like little virtual video handheld games. video games okay so you see it right now you know yeah, what I'm talking about I had about. the Tales one of that collection so Sarah's friend that I had like a, a huge crush on back in the day um and I think feelings were mutual at one point and so she ended up until I took her Sonic toy and she she willingly gave all of them to me because I'd always go over to her house why don't you marry her instead of my sister <laughs> <laughs> well so I um because Lauren told me she loved Crazy Bones and you guys had recently bought like yeah, packages of those. That was on my list. As I well. forgot about Crazy Bones. We gotta talk about those too. But, um, but yeah. So I, whenever Sarah would hang out with her, I'd go over to their house and play the GameCube. Mm-hmm. I'd either play like Sonic, whatever the Sonic game was, or I'd play like Crazy Taxi. Um, Sonic Running Adventures. And so she knew that I loved playing Sonic on the GameCube. So she had a complete collection of all of those and gave them to me. Which I wish I would have kept them, but I got rid of them. Whatever I did. With yeah, because she's dead to you now. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, those were really fun. And I guess maybe, you know, going on the same train of thought with little handheld virtual devices, Tamagotchis. Yeah, I had that on my list as well. Um, those were really fun. I mean, I... I Mine died and freaking, crapped everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that order, but like... <laughs> I think it was died my... and then subsequently just shat everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that is how anatomy works. But yeah. No, yeah, those things, you leave them alone. It was like the Nintendogs. They like, I don't think Nintendogs died, but they definitely got malnourished and then ran off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking Tamagotchi. Oh, man. Speaking of virtual pets, did you ever have a Furby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those things were so creepy. Yeah. Those were really creepy. I had like like a... Giant eyes. Yeah. So my dad... He like I think I talked about this in a previous episode. He loved like hiding gifts of Serenai's yeah. and like making us try and find it. So he turned it on and it like started making noises and he was in like our dining room and I started like in my room and I like started running around the house trying to find it and I eventually found it and it was like this little gray tiny like miniature fur- not a miniature but he was smaller than some of the other ones um but like a little mini Furby. Yeah. Um, oh. Dude, I think Burger King had like little plastic Furbies. Yeah, I remember them being given out. I think our school gave them out. 
Oh, I totally remember that now. Yeah, they did. Was it Burger King, McDonald's? What McDonald's, they say? McDonald's, Furby Connect. Oh man, I totally remember those little things. Yeah. Dude, everyone had a Furby, and they recently they recently came back like five, like two or three years ago. Yeah, I don't know why. Neither do I. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what creepy Ugh. little things? Okay, circling back to Crazy Bones. Crazy Bones were great. Amazing. I, now, did you call them Go Go's or did you call them Crazy Bones? Dude, no, Crazy Bones. Seriously, like yeah. I looked at friends that called them Go Go's, and I was just like, "You're the people that say tomato. Like, yeah. you're the weirdo. You're like, those pricks. <laughs> like, come on now." <laughs> I potatoes. Just, yeah, exactly. Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, <laughs> stick them in a stew. Yeah, no. So I have a story about that. So I was in the backyard with my friend at the time, Jared, and he we were just playing or whatever. And this is so going back maybe a year or two before that, I had hit him with a stick, and nice. I wasn't allowed to play with him Makes for sense. like a while. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we were in the backyard, and I was. We just he was standing on this tree stump in our backyard, which I think is still there today. And I I threw a rock at him. Oh my god. Because I thought he was gonna catch it. He wasn't aware that I <laughs> threw the rock at him. And it uh it it's yeah, it hit him in the head and cracked his skull open. And that was my, my <laughs> That's a crazy bone story. No, um because he had crazy bones. Ah no, so um when he was like bleeding sick. profusely I went up to my room. <laughs> you and as, laughed? Yeah. No, as a gesture of like, I don't know, my f- being sorry that I hit him in the head and cracked his skull open, I gave him one of those giant crazy bones. Yeah. As like, are we even? <laughs> <laughs> his dad was just like, what the, f- what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He accepted it, but his, he had to glue his head back together. Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. He used it as like a show and tell at the time. <laughs> oh my like, God. Yeah, over the weekend, they glued my skull together. Wait, you're for real? No, that's a totally true story. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He, like, had, he had like surgery. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I, I gave him my crazy bone. It was one of the big ones, which was rare. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, I don't have any memories of like, maybe, okay. Naming I, friends? <laughs> no, I do have one. So... I was playing Madden with my buddy Nick. I talked about him all, all kinds of episodes previously. And uh, Nick is... I've been able to... I've demolished Nick in pretty much any shooter. He's a wolf. But when, and whenever it came to sports games, he just wrecked me. Yeah. And so I played him in Madden so many times. And so many times he beat me. And so I was standing up like one time and he was sitting on the couch. And I, I, he I choked like, him and buried his corpse. <laughs> <laughs> no, he intercepted the ball. And like ran it for a touchdown. That was like the end of the game because it was like a final drive, my last yeah. chance to. And so <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh. I turned around and just freaking like ninja starred the controller at his face. <laughs> and it just like hit him right in the tooth. And thankfully, nothing like got knocked out and he wasn't bleeding. <laughs> but he was just like holding his face, like looking at me like, you need to go home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Think about what you've done, young man. <laughs> oh, uh, man. So rage-inducing. <laughs> man, we are sick people. Yeah. Well, anyway, going to when we grew up with Crazy Bones. Yeah. In college, my roommates and I and Lauren got packs of, like, the original Crazy Bones. Because they came out with new generations. And, like, 
ultimately you wanted to get the aliens, the oh, yeah. ones with the glowing eyes. Yep. But we got, um, I don't know, maybe 20 packs, enough for us to open. More than that, we each opened like 10 packs, and I still have like 20 unopened packs Dude, at my parents' house. We should do that. Some- Why don't we just get more? A podcast episode. We should totally do that live on the next show. I'm not going to, we, we'll have to buy more on eBay because those are like nostalgic in my nostalgic drawer. What else is in your nostalgic drawer? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we don't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> no, I think I have like Pokemon cards, Digimon, um, just some other 90s and like old time stuff. Okay. When I, like that's the stuff that I didn't want to throw away from my childhood. Makes and sense. Crazy Bones were unopened and then it has all my crazy bones yeah like i have like three different bags you have that coffin that you would bring to like the recess and stuff yeah um but like one bag is for like the newer type like you get the metallic gold ones which it's not on the original lot and then you have like an alien bag yeah yeah um sock and boppums i i played that at my friend's boppers whatever they're called sock and bop I thought that was older than the '90s. Sock and, sock and bop. Well, and okay, so there's there's two things you might be thinking of. You might be thinking of like the two red and blue guys in an yeah. arena. You press the button, like they're kicking each other. I'm talking about like the blow up things that you put on your hands. Oh, and yeah. And they're essentially like giant Hulk like hands that you, you can punch each other, but like they're giant pillows essentially. Yeah, <clears throat> I do remember that. Um, I actually I a- also beat up Jared with those. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Um. Whoops. Bop it. Bop It. Bop It Extreme. I never liked Bop It. Really? You said your dad really liked Bop It. Oh, my dad's like a, a savant when he plays that game. It's like... It frustrates the heck out of me. Really? Yeah. I can't do it. It's like why I can't play Tetris. Like, I can't be perfect. Okay. Like, or you get the, like, missing cube. How did you do life? I, it's really hard. Yeah. Like, I have to check my door, like, six times. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. OCD's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying hard. I'm not going to bleep that out. I really try hard because it just costs, it just takes too much time. Yeah. I really try to keep this like a, a clean podcast. Yeah, oh, I, that's just such a common phrase. So hopefully all you fine folks out there listening won't flag us as an explicit podcast because Ryan said stuff. I'm really talking about my old dog, Snickers. Yeah, so you're, appro- yeah, you're appropriately identifying the female dog. Yeah. So, moving on to Easy Bake Oven. Oh, I meant to put that on my list, but I forgot. Yes. Yeah, Lauren had one of those. I think they she made, like, cakes and stuff with my grandma. Mm-hmm. But the cakes were so, like, I, it was like a two-by-two. Two. Oh, they were tiny, and they tasted like garbage. <laughs> Why it was cool to do when you could make an entire cake in the oven. Dude, it was the novelty, you know? Yeah. Because, I, like, a, a you know, an eight, six, five-year-old, you know, little human. Yeah, but it... I was doesn't need like parental it, guidance to. No, you know. it requires parental guidance. Oh, does it? Yeah. Can you burn your hand? Yeah, the, you're cooking things in the <laughs> oven. <laughs> I thought it was like. No, fake. this isn't like go off in your room. I and it was cook. like you pour water on like a bunch of powder and it just turns into like a muffin or something. What is this, Spy Kids? Like <laughs> heating up a thing of like powder and turning <laughs> into a Big Mac? <laughs> oh my gosh! No. Uh, uh, let's see what else I have. Skip it. Yes. Yeah. Man, if you don't have like scars from that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my ankles will never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even apart from that, even apart from that, like <laughs> you can I, use them as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> you, if you 
haven't turned a skip it into a flail. You're not doing your childhood right. No, what's the thing Thanks. that the sorry, Jared? What's the thing that the what's the thing that? The, <laughs> This episode. Yeah. What's the thing that um the witch king holds? It's <laughs> a slail. The spi- okay. A spiked mace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like there's and there there had to have been a million times. I want to meet the kid that hasn't been just <laughs> skipping along. You're at like 99 skips, and then your wow, foot gets athletic kid. Your foot gets caught, and then you just trip and fall right on the knees, man, and you just get the scabs. Uh, scabs <laughs> for days. Scabs for days. Let's see. Yeah. Uh Poochie? What? Yeah, that was a thing where like it was like a pet, like a robot dog. Oh, and you give it a bone. My friend Scott had one of those. I did not. I think I got Lauren one of those. Or there's another bigger dog robot. There's actually a game on the Nintendo DS called Wappy Dog. What? <laughs> that came with an electric dog like peripheral that you could somehow use to connect to the game on the DS. That's interesting. Yeah, it's actually at that that video game store that we go to right yeah. down the street. There's a, they actually have a copy. Because I saw it there like a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> That's interesting. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, um, not a fan. Light brights. Yes, dude, those were so cool. Uh, yeah, that, that really um, as far as your imagination goes, that's one of them. Just yeah, putting in a bunch of pegs, making pictures. Well, I mean, because of course they have like they had preset things that you could follow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to do do whatever you want was was pretty cool. You could spell out random stuff like, um. <laughs> Okay, Ryan, calm, to... calm down over there. Don't, I don't need any more explicit tags on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. Moon shoes? Yes. Did you ever have those? I didn't, but I remember those. I didn't either. I had a friend that had them, and uh, yeah, it was like little mini trampolines on your feet. Uh-huh. It's kind of cool. Uh, tape. Did you ever have a Playhouse tape recorder? Um, Basically, it was like it was a box, and you put a cassette tape in, and then you could record yourself. Oh, like little Kevin McAllister type of thing back in the yeah. day when he'd like, yeah. Um, no, I didn't have one of those. Yeah, we had one of those. I mean, that's cassette tapes and then CDs and then freaking anything else. Walkmans. But yeah. It's essentially the same thing. Oh, okay. So speaking of like Walkmans and stuff, did you ever have those like little tiny jukeboxes and there were all like miniature CDs that you would plug into the little jukebox and it would play like one song? You could play like you know Britney Spears or NSYNC. They had like all that kind of like '90s pop type stuff. I don't know if I did. Oh, dude, they were so rad. So like, yeah, they're like a little mini jukebox, and you had like little miniature. It was like all miniature stuff, and it could only fit like one song on the little CD. They were super cool. I'm sure someone out there knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, tech decks. Tech decks. Oh, dude, come on now. What is it? That sounds familiar. The little skateboarder guys, the little fingers. Oh yeah, like skateboarders. Oh, dude, I we, never had one. I never got into skateboarding. Oh, I see. I had it a phase, man. Once Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out. Well, yeah, I enjoyed that, but I never had. I accepted early on that I didn't have the hand-eye coordination. Oh yeah, because I would have been broken. Yeah, it's surprise. Yeah, it's surprising that I didn't break a bone um, skateboarding. But I had I had two skateboards, Tech decks, Tony Hawk. You know, you know, a nice little pair of Vans and uh, <laughs> whatever jean shorts. I don't know what did I skate in back in the day. I have no idea. Backwards uh, yeah. visor, Repping mediocrity. Backwards visor. You know, like little visor hats. Yeah. Backwards visor, man. And uh, yeah, I think I had one, and then I just was not wasn't not good. Yeah. So not um, good at all. 
Um, the, do you ever have that balance bird where you put it on one of your fingers and the bird would like balance? No. Well, there was, it was like a, like a, a bird with its wings spread out. Okay. And its nose would be like down to a point and you could put it on your finger and it would actually just sit there and balance. Maybe I had one of those. Yeah. Huh. No, I don't know. Yeah. That was an interesting thing. Let's see. Crazy Bones. Fortune Tellers. Do you remember Fortune Tellers? Um... Like, like a magic paper, eight ball? Oh, okay, yeah, the paper things. You that you would make. You would make them. Basically, like, who's your wife, future husband, whatever. Yeah. Like, um, Do you like the color chrome yeah, on weird, your grills? Weird thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I'm actually just recalling, do you remember those, like, little red binocular type things where you'd put in, like, a little photo thing and, like, click, and it would show you different photos? Oh, yeah. What were those With called? the circular things? Yeah. Uh, I said something viewer on the way I labeled it. Okay. Those were awesome. Yeah. And you like you click next and it would be like a circle spin. Yeah. Yeah. Those so cool. I remember going to restaurants back in the day and if you were like finicky or making it like an, being a nuisance to your parents, waiters would bring those over. Really? Yeah. And like like there were a few restaurants that I went to where they'd bring one of those over to your kids and then you just like magically just like stop crying and smiling and laughing and giggling because you'd be flipping through a whole bunch of random stuff. It's actually pretty smart. Yeah. But now they just like throw iPads at kids and like just stop talking. It's like get yeah, out of here for the rest of their lives yeah no i'm not gonna be doing that kind of stuff when i'm parenting um the, uh, next one is mighty beans Do you oh those? gosh dude i have a stupid number of those still like the little like pod type things yeah. with faces with like sand in them so they're like you could they're almost like mini slinkies yeah they like move like they almost move on their own sort of like if you like throw one they kind of like just like they roll around you have i have like pokemon ones and i have superhero ones yep yeah, that's in my drawer of nostalgia. Yeah, the- I need to get those out. They're around my dad's house somewhere. Yeah, I have a Latios one. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and a Wolverine one. Nice. Yeah. And is is yellow costume? Yes, of course. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, super soakers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, those things were an investment too. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about like Legos, super soakers, man. That's like a fifty dollar like. But man, if you were hooked up with a super soaker but for your birthday party, like someone just brings some giant box and you're like, oh man, I know that kid got me a super soaker. Yeah. That was some good times. I have a, uh, a picture of my friend Max and I, the one who I played Resistance with. Yeah. Um, we were just, it was, I think after our eighth grade graduation, it was in one of these kids' front yards, but it's us like dual wielding <laughs> super soakers and there's just a bunch of little kids who are just getting... <laughs> Pelted in the face with water. <laughs> so I actually have a funny story. So years and years and years ago, I was probably about 10 years old. Um, it was all like one side of the neighborhood's kids versus another side. And we had like a giant like six hour war. That's awesome. And uh, but the kids across the street brought their kid, their brothers from high school mm-hmm. and their brothers had a water balloon launcher. Like this thing could like literally freaking launch a water balloon across the entire neighborhood. That's awesome. I was standing across the street, and we were, like, chucking water balloons. It was, like, mid-war, man. It was, like, really intense. And they freaking got this thing and, like, walked back, like, six steps and, like, launched a water balloon. I'm, like, sitting there just like, oh, oh, no. And it, like, comes, like, flying straight directly at me. I don't even know what to do. And it hits me square in the stomach. Oh. Dude, I was, like, (gasps) like, completely out of air, just, like, trying, like, 
at the same time crying like I'm his, just picturing like the uh, deformed face guy from the Battleist Ministereth, and he just sees that rock. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like he just sees the rock flying up. Yeah, exactly. And, and, like steps aside. Except you didn't step aside. You just got no. Pelted. I just got pelted, man. It hurt so bad, and I was just like, yeah, equally hysterically crying, but at the same time trying to grasp for air. Yeah. And uh, like my my dad got involved and went and like talked to the parents and said like you need to get this thing out of here. This is actually a hazard to kids. And then we shot a potato gun at them. We took out a <laughs> knife. If, if that would have hit me in the face or so helped me in the nads, first of all, I wouldn't be able to have kids. And second of all, if it would have hit me in the face, I probably would have been had to like gone to the hospital or something like that. Yeah, it was bad. The prep time for water balloon wars is a long time. Time. Yeah. Um, Plus the cleanup is also pretty bad. Yeah, there's just like rubbery garbage all over the place. Yeah. Um, but no, that it was super fun up until that point. But man, I'll never forget that. That was that was rough. Yeah, good times. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the other side. Yeah, gosh, they definitely won that war. Um, hot shot basketball. You had like this little thing. You had like a little hoop, and you like flicked a basketball into it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was really fun, and there were two sides. You know, I do it, remember. It was that. really cool because you can kind of like, essentially lay this two sides out or flip them back up and carry it easily to like a friend's house or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I had so much fun with my buddies doing that. We'd like yeah. set a timer for 60 seconds and see how many you can get whoever could get the most. It was like Gimli and Legolas man going back and forth. So, <laughs> um, it only counts as one. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nerf guns. Oh yeah. I didn't have many. Yeah. I, I bought more in high school than I did as kids. Yeah. Normal. Perfectly normal. Okay. So um, <laughs> gosh, this is a story that I'm going to censor. Um, in high school, as like a senior thing, we did a Nerf gun war across the town that we lived in. Okay. And the rules were somewhat sketchy and not really endorsed by the school. Probably. That makes sense. But it was essentially, oh, you had different teams and you try, you went against like a bracket style teams throughout the week. And then like eventually the person who won first place won, I don't know, like a grand to split across your teams because there's a pay-in. Yeah. Um, so the rules were if you uh, – gosh. If you were naked, you could not be nerfed out by a non-naked person. And if – so, like, this is a bunch of naked teenage Wait, this people. This was in high school? Yeah. I think we had – it was called, like, senior, senior tag. Shootout. Or, okay, we called it senior tag. Yeah. So, like, the rule – yeah. If you were naked, you couldn't be – nerfed out by a clothed person and if you were both naked you could nerf each other out and wasn't it like extreme insecurity like uncomfortable like well it's completely illegal because everyone's underage and and you're nude around town but there's people who were literally like stalking people like we stalked people at works found out work schedule oh yeah well you have to driving around town um yeah, there are people who are really liberal about getting naked. Like, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't take part in that. Oh, for, I totally did. For part. very, for very obvious reasons. Uh, plus, it was more of like jocks and football players or, you know, jocks and like just cheerleaders and stuff like that. I don't want to stereotype, but that was the majority of the people that were playing were people that were super duper popular. Um, people that I just try not to very, Mwah, very no, much associate myself with. Um, no, we, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> they deemed me the naked guy on our team, like <laughs> worst case. Um, I didn't have to use that that often. 
um, but there are a f- few instances. No, it was it was a good amount of good fun. Um, I had a chain gun like turret. Oh my gosh! Which battery powered, and then like people were modding it, like different guns. They put like darts and like <laughs> nails into it. <laughs> yeah. People were just dropping like flies, man. Yeah. <laughs> Nudity or not, you're getting impaled by a nail on the end of this one. <laughs> it's like Marv, like from Home Alone, man, just getting a nail to like the just face. Small soldiers with a nail gun on like the. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. So, any of the toys? Um, that's what I have for toys and not like generic. Now I'm, I have like generic things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. My next one is Game Boy. Okay, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you kind of have to, under technology, say Game Boy. Yeah. Um, just all of, I mean, heck, we've talked about Game Boy games before, but you have obviously Pokemon, the originals. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Mario games. Yeah. Mostly just the Pokemon games, I think, is what I played in the 90s. Yeah. I rented a lot of Game Boy games because we'd go visit my grandparents, and it was usually like a two and a half to three hour drive. Um, so I remember renting, I now own it though, is Toy Story 2, Conker's Pocket Tales, uh, a couple of the Rugrats games. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think the next episode we're going to talk about like video game rental stores and kind of our memories that, with that. Mm-hmm. So I won't go into too much depth, but yeah, the Game Boy, you can't yeah. talk about the 90s without I, mentioning it. I also have the CD player, like the original CD player, like Walkman's, I guess is what mm-hmm. they'd be called. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's going to an iPod, I think, was one of the biggest transitions. It's crazy. Dude, it was also like one of the that most... That or the ma- Zune. Oh, see, I was one of those people. <laughs> yeah, no one was. Yeah. <laughs> How magical was it, though, like, when you walked into a Best Buy or any other media store, and you, like, I had, like, an iPod. For me, it was a Nano. I didn't get, you know. Yeah. And, and they'd go and get one of these ridiculously, you know, well-packaged boxes is super smooth after you like remove the plastic and you open it up and there's like this magical piece of like glass mm. sitting b- before you that you're going to download hundreds of songs on and be walking around with your headphones just jamming to tunes. Dude, one of the best feelings as a kid. I still actually use my original one. I have like a so I had bought a newer one, but I haven't loaded songs on. I'm still using my original one cuz it has all of my old techno music that I listen to at work. And like the screen, there's like a, it started like a little black hole on the right <laughs> side of my screen that's slowly devouring my <laughs> iPod. And so it's like, to a point where you're not going to be able to like be able to see. I don't know what's going on, but like right now it's only like a centimeter by like a half a centimeter. Mm-hmm. But within that like portion of the screen, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It's doing its own thing. Um, Let's yeah. see. Do you remember the multi... Actually, I got one of these from one of my suppliers. Like the multicolored pens where you put down a little lever. Oh, yeah. And it turns in like black or Well, my, or... my pediatrician had one. And so like whenever we'd go in, he'd pretty much write down... He'd like almost... One of the people that like in uh, in court that take down all the notes or whatever. Oh, it's... um, I know what you're talking about. It doesn't matter. So that my, my pediatrician would basically like write down whenever I'd like be sick or whatever describing mm-hmm. my feelings he'd be like writing everything down and he still has like you know because i went in there um because i didn't i didn't have a doctor like in town yet when i transitioned from college back to home and i went and saw him just for like a checkup thing and he still had the notes from when i was like you know in 94 95 uh, that yeah. he wrote you know in my file that's um, cool so that was kind of cool but he's a really great guy um but yeah he would like my point being is he had one of those pens for like it had like green blue red mm-hmm. black and that's all he's used for the past 25 years that i've seen him so 
Yeah, totally. So you, I guess you can still get those. Oh, 100%. Unless he just stock, stockpiled back in like, <laughs> you know, 1995 or something. Go to his closet, the top shelf. He's just <laughs> yeah, like... Pens for pens. days. <laughs> um, do you remember the laser pointers with different shapes that you could put as like attachments? I don't remember that. I totally remember how much of a novelty seeing someone with a laser pointer was though. Yeah. That was like super cool. This is in the 90s, but like during my eighth grade field trip, it's kind of the same thing. We were in Washington, D.C., and I picked up, like, a laser pointer. And it had, like, you could put a star laser pointer or, like, different shapes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like a thumbs up that you could, like, project onto your walls, which yeah. is kind of cool. Um, I, the click bands that is, like, straight, and then you could click it around your wrist. Oh, um, like snap bracelets, I think is what they were yeah, called. Yeah, I had one that had Darth Maul on it oh, that dude. I would wear all the time. That's pretty that's Along pretty sweet. the lines of when uh, the original Phantom Menace came out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you remember the hairy balls? Like the like <laughs> the ones that had like the hair, like it was a ball what? and it had like the, like, I don't know what, it, I couldn't think of the name. I was looking up, it's, I don't know, it looked like it had hair to it. It was like rubber. Google, <laughs> you can't Google that. No, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Harry balls, <laughs> but, but toy version. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it, it looks like it was blue. This I think I know. Computer. It's like, it's like something you'd that. get like a Dave and Buster's. Like it's like a little yeah, mini prize thing. Yeah, it was like thing. a, it was not squash thing, but like. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It, it's just like a little poosh ball. Oh, poosh, poosh ball. Poosh. Poosh. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name. You throw in like the when you're in the pool, kind of. Yeah, that's what that's what you would use use coos balls for. Yeah, it was just it looked like it had a little, like a little rubbery hair. I, <laughs> it's like all multicolored. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, yeah. I, I had, had like a, blue a one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, the next one is goosebumps. Just in general. Oh yeah, yeah. man. R. L. Stein. Yeah, we back in elementary school. I don't know what they were doing. I think it's for um, Halloween timing. But they had like goosebumps, like as comics and like toys that they gave to us. That's sweet. But there were like murderous scenes that they gave to these kids, and the parents actually complained. Oh my god! Because like they're graveyards, but like some were like murder scenes that they yeah. gave to us as like lunch treats. Did you um? Some of my favorite goosebumps were the choose your own adventure ones. Yeah, where you'd like read a couple of pages, and it would you essentially either go to page fifty two if you want to do this, or sixty four for this. Um, those were really neat. I, I mean, I had so many Goosebumps books. It, it'd be fun to just kind of like sift through someone's collection to see the front covers and just, you know, recollect all the different ones that I read. You know, remember yeah. all that. So I, I really like those Choose Your Own Adventure books. They're just the concept. I never really got into them, but like the concept that you could actually kind of go on an adventure. Yeah. As the main character was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. Pokemon cards. You can't. Oh, of course. Not talking about Pokemon cards. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. I have binders. You have binders full as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of recent collection too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some of the newer ones as well, and they're they're pretty sweet. Yeah, I wish you could still buy the old packs. And it's it's weird because you can you can buy the ori- like remakes of the originals, right? Yeah, they have those, those and I've gotten a few of those, which has been cool because I've gotten like Mewtwo and Mew, like the original versions of those cards which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, as far as getting like the first print, first editions, gosh, I can't even imagine how much Can you it buy the remade original cards like just anywhere? Yeah, you can get them at Walmart. <coughs> we should do that sometime. Yeah. 
what are you doing after this? <laughs> <laughs> Besides stuck here with me. Yeah. Um, that sounds really nice. Um, yo-yos. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. there was the butterfly logo ones. Those are the... I, yeah. I was going to say a particular store, but um, I think it's a nationwide thing. It was before it was Dick's Sporting Goods. It's called Galleons. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was this before Dick's Sporting Goods, and that's where I bought my yo-yos. Yo-yoing was a huge thing. It was. I remember they had like professional yo-yo people come into our elementary school. Yeah, like, show us how to yo-yo. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so many like dangerous. There's so many crazy tricks you can do. Yeah. You know, and not just like flipping it up down. You like do all kinds of crazy trapeze, like cradle, like, cradle to the whatever, baby in a cradle, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I remember those. Um, let's see. Do you remember the uh, play mat? It's like a, it's a mat, and it had like different roads on it, and oh like yeah, buildings and things. And they were often in like element, either elementary school or if you had them in your home as well. Yeah, um, some of my friends had them in their house as well. Yeah, I know I played Hot Wheels on those, and just Hot Wheels in general. That was those were cool. Oh wait a second, wait a second. There was there was a game. It was a board game that was essentially a giant book. When I say giant, I mean like. Like you're opening like a giant atlas that's probably three or four times the size of an atlas you'd see in the library. And there were like these little micro machine cars, okay? And it was battery powered, the digital thing that like you didn't use a dice. Instead mm-hmm. of a dice, you had like this thing that you pressed and it would go around in a circle and tell you how many spins you get. But it was a book. So each page was a different like, you know, scenery. So you're either in some kind of like um, almost, um, Grand Canyon-like area, like a forest area, whatever it might have been. And you were like these little micro-machine cars that just, it was essentially a board game trying to get to the finish. But they're all like these little hazards and spots, like just like any other board game where you're trying to get to the finish line, like the game of life. Yeah. You land on different things. There's different consequences to whatever you land on. That's pretty cool. Dude, it was so much fun. I played that with my dad and my sister all the freaking time. I would love to be able to get that again or at least just, know what it was called because i can't remember but if any of you've played some kind of board game where you use these like little micro machine cars the board game itself is a giant like picture book essentially and as you flip the different pages are are different like levels yeah super fun now i just want to buy an atlas (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, i have an atlas in middle earth but that's as close as i get to like a it's the only one you need man it really is yeah i've been exploring mordor in my past time (laughs) Alone. Good, good bathroom reading material. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going yeah. here. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you remember the multicolored like tent thing that you do in gym class where you tuck <laughs> it under you and like you yeah. mushroom? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, those were a lot of fun. Um, let's see. And then one of the things I never, I still don't understand it. It's like drawing that S. You remember that S? Like the three, like three, three lines, three lines, lines and triangle. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what it was, but like the people who knew originally how to do that were like the coolest kids in the class. Yeah. Like, Dude, I have binders. I don't have them anymore, but like binders of from like fourth grade of just endlessly S's. drawing those. Yeah. Yeah. We're like super gangster drawing them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you remember blow pens? Oh my gosh, yeah. The number of times it's been hailed ink. Not only that, but like the the fact that you like felt like you were gonna pass out afterwards (laughs) because you were just like (laughs) like blue in the face. Like Rusty, just use crayons. Like my gosh, you're gonna die. Your lung capacity is not of an adult. You need to do 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let's see. That is all I have. The next thing I have is food. Yeah, let's let's it's you know, let's maybe take a quick break and get into that cuz <laughs> we've we've gone on long enough about toys, I think. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So without further ado, let's talk about food and snacks and all that good stuff. Yeah, to answer the question. Yeah, so Paige, you know, you asked about some of your favorite foods and all that kind of stuff. So I don't think we're going to disappoint here. Ryan has like 18 to talk about and I have probably the same if not more. So, um one of the first things that I want to talk about is these first couple are really special to me. I just have like a lot of kind of really special and cherished memories. So, you know, my, uh, my grandparents live two and a half to three hours away from us. My mom's side and my dad's side, my mom, my dad kind of met in the same general area. And so when we would go visit my, my grandparents, uh, my grand, I called my grandpa. He, um, always had snacks. My dad and my mom would kind of go out in the town, visit some of their old friends from high school and stuff. And, you know, we would hang out with, with my grandpa and my, my grandma. And so he always had, and I don't think you can find these anymore, ice cream, Nestle, ice screamers, the original push-up, the Flintstones were on the front cover, and they were basically push-pops, those little frozen... Dude, I freaking love those. Yeah. Those and are so, the greatest. So he would have those for us. We would sit, um, he always sat in like this little high stool, and we would like just... They had like this weird, like you know, like booths at um, restaurants. Mm-hmm. So the way their their kitchen table was set up, it was almost like they had like a booth and like a like almost like an L shape along the wall. Yeah, and then they had like a little, you know, um, uh, what is it, CRT TV, like in the the center of the room or whatever mm-hmm. that we would he would sit there and watch. And so he he got us those, and we would watch Family Feud, The Price is Right, and for whatever reason. Old school black and white Legend of Tarzan. I don't know if it was a show or a movie. I just remember watching it so many times. Um, and he'd, he'd occasionally, you know, put on things like um, Zaboomafu or just like yes. some of those old school, like, you know, children's shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he'd also have, um, what were they called? Planters Cheese Balls. Yes. So, you know, planters like, you know, the peanuts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, they had a cheese ball like, you know, side product or whatever. Yeah. And, dude, they were just, like, in this giant spherical tin. Yeah, it looked like a barrel almost. Yeah, exactly. And we would just wreck those things. My sister dude, and I... for the number of cheese balls I've inhaled. <laughs> like, like, they're so they're so airy. Exactly. There's, like, nothing to them, you know? So you have to eat more because there's zero calories. We might have to get some cheese balls tonight. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we need to get more monsters, some cheese balls. And we're just going to play Resistance until, like, play resistance. three in the morning. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, those... Or the two big things that he always got us that we just absolutely loved. Um, the last thing I'll kind of it goes in line with that first thing. So um, under the same brand, it was like a Nestle, um, you know, ice cream treat. Mm-hmm. It was called Cool Creations Bug Pops, and they were essentially these popsicles um, that were multicolored, fruit flavored. Timon and Pumbaa were on the front box, and they had like these little gummies that were basically bugs frozen oh. inside the popsicles so as you ate the popsicle these little gummies would like thaw and you'd eat like little bug gummies um so it was just so cool especially being such a big fan of the lion king um bu- cool. bug pops man super good so yeah those are my first three i just kind of had to you know kind of condense all that into one because the memories tied to them are kind of together yeah, my first one was actually push up or push pops yeah yeah, so those are so good. There was a like a candy version, and yeah. then there was a you like, like put your a, finger in it, it would get all nasty. Like <laughs> <laughs> if you like left it for a while, like it would like start like 
almost like I don't even know dripping into the bottom of the thing. So you yeah. put your finger in it, it would like get all just gross yeah. and sticky. Yeah. It, poor design. But yeah. then you also have the ice cream like push pops. Yeah, which were, about, which were amazing. Which were amazing. Um, do you remember bubble tape? Oh my gosh, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you could like little like fit the whole freaking thing in your yeah. mouth. And, like, and then there's oh, like those anarchy people who took a bite out of the sides because it was just like a wrapped up little oh, yeah. thing. If you took a bite through like multiple layers instead of unwrapping it. That's like a free, that's like those people that like it's eat like a cheese, cardinal sin. It's like the people that eat cheese sticks like whole. They just like throw the whole thing in their mouth. It's like I mean, granted, I kind of do that now too. But when I was a kid, because I don't have time. For yeah, exactly. Things. I just need cheese. I need I need protein <laughs> yeah. and fat. Give me fats now. <laughs> <laughs> just downing containers of cheese, cheese sticks. sticks. But no, but like when I was a kid, and I saw like a kid at like you know re- recess or what, like lunch in the cafeteria, and he wasn't peeling his cheese stick. Man, slap that guy in the wrist. Yeah, that's man. why I got kicked off of recess for bullying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So one kid not eating his cheese stick, right? Yeah, you can't can't have any of that going on. No, do you remember Sunny D? <laughs> Dude, that stuff was so garbage for you. Yeah, when really I visited was. my grandma on my dad's side, she always had Sunny D microwavable meals and those um, little like Keebler Elf like, um, not pinwheels uh, uh, cookies, but those ones that have like fudge in the bottom. It's like a cookie on the top. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Sunny D left like a metallic y like coating to your teeth. It was so gross. Yeah, like you could It was good, but it was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Do they still have Sunny D? Oh yeah, I think so. <laughs> I bet it they went. Maybe down same and... train of thought. So my dad growing up forever, what he had for breakfast was peanut butter toast and tang. Dang, I remember that. Yeah. The, you know, the orangutan was like the mascot or whatever. Yeah. Dude, that stuff was garbage for you. <laughs> it's like liquid death. He's <laughs> still kicking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, my dad, man, he's going strong. Uh, yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. He's probably one of the most ripped 60 year old men that I know. <laughs> yeah, he's in really good shape. Yeah. Um, Him at kickboxing the other day. Dude, he's an animal. I don't know how he does it. Oh. Um, when he basically just, you know, eats tang. like <laughs> down dry, in the tank, dry powder, just like <laughs> <laughs> sprinkles it on his grilled yeah. chicken breast. <laughs> um, Yikes. So going um talking about my dad. So we used to go to a local dollar theater. So we had like a discount theater that they, they played um, films that had been out for like, you know, anywhere from like five to eight months, you know, after the film was released and had moved out of the theaters, but not yet to <laughs> go to like video. He'd take us there, and there was, like, a CVS next door, and we'd go in, and each of us would get a box of candy that we would sneak into the theater and, and eat, you know, because yeah. pay, not paying those garbage prices. Yeah, they're um, ridiculous. And so we would always get red hot dollars, which were these little, you know, spherical coins that were red, and you'd think that they'd be, like, hot tamales, and they'd be very, you know, mm-hmm. hot and spicy or whatever. They were actually just raspberry-flavored, and they were so delicious, um... I don't really know what I would compare them to today. Just some kind of like raspberry flavored gummy. But unfortunately, they no longer make them. You know, they're kind of just extinct at this point. Yeah. Um, and I don't know who would have manufactured or made these. But, man, I really wish that you could go out to some like off-site, you know, random online site and buy like a whole package of them. Because I love to like surprise my dad for like his 60th birthday coming up, you know, with like a whole freaking package of like a Red Hot Dollars. But I could not find them anywhere. Um, you could buy four pounds of them. 
Yeah, but cherry our, red dollar. Exactly. No. See, and there's there's all kinds of like offshoots. Like, oh, like flavored cherry coins. It's like no, you need red hot dollars. Yeah. Uh, it's a very specific. It's like buying pre ho hos or o hos or what. Yeah, those little like little Debbie or Hostess Ooh, snacks or whatever. Yeah, before Hostess was, didn't they get bought? I don't know. Yeah. Well, everyone was freaking out that they like. I think they went bankrupt or something. Really? That yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but Red Hot Dollars were the bomb. dot com. Um, it's just a shame that you can't get them anymore. Yeah. So, what about you? Next one. Capri Suns. Oh, dude, I didn't the put these on my list. Stabable Capri Suns. Dude, it was the freaking worst when your straw broke. Yeah, got when, bent. And then, like, you're trying to suck the juice out, and it's like there, <laughs> there's the hole, so it's not coming out at a good level, like speed. Talking about stemming things and sucking the juice out. Do you remember for like uh, elementary school uh, lunches where they had milk bags? <laughs> the, <laughs> the idiot who thought of milk bags. Wait, what? So, like, at our elementary school. I don't know what they were thinking because giving children bags of liquid to stab straws into. <laughs> you guys didn't have like the little mini jug, like the little milk jug things that you well, just we like. We did, but yeah. then they were idiots and gave us milk bags. So it was a, literally a bag of milk <laughs> that we'd stab like Capri Sun style into. Oh my gosh. But, yeah, you could see that being a problem. Where like people would push on the bag and it would literally volcano milk <laughs> just everywhere. Oh, it was, oh my gosh! Yeah, they quickly got rid of. Those. I yeah, I imagine yeah, so. The number, I think the janitorial staff were pissed. Yeah. Wow, I never no, I did not. So I guess talk to Lauren about milk bags. I will. So stabbing things in uh, stabbing bags with you know straws. Did you ever? Oh, Gizmo texted me. Don't yeah. do it. Milk bags. Yeah, milk bags. So um, she, or not she, <laughs> I'm thinking about Lauren now. Um, Kool-Aid jammers. Kool-Aid jammers. They had like the, the see-through backs to them, so you could actually yeah, see the yeah, color yeah. of the juice. Like similar to Capri Sun. Oh, yeah, exact same thing, just Kool-Aid. Yeah. So they had like, you know, blue raspberry. So help me if someone gave me a strawberry kiwi. The person's Ooh. no longer alive. Yeah. And uh, then grape was my favorite. Um, I didn't like cherry. I, I was very selective, my flavors. Yeah. But grape was definitely the best. Um, grape is usually tastes like medicine or it's a medicine-y taste. Yeah. Lauren's great products. Yeah, usually, but I don't know. I thought it was okay. Um, I think the cherry actually had fit that bill more so. Freaking Lunchables. Yes. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Dude, it was so convenient. Like (laughs) mom didn't have to pack lunches. She just got, you know, five of the little pizza guys and just threw them on my lunch. sandwiches or the nachos. Oh dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Lauren told, I don't know. We told you this story, um, but the first time or our first weekend in college, we went to this party from like some people we knew from high school that went to that same college. And it was Lauren and I. So we went and then we realized like, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes in. This wasn't cool. Yeah. Like it people was just getting a, trashed. Yeah. It was just, just, not... it was just a bunch of lame people yeah. getting trashed and just being all college Yeah. So we, where we went to college, they're between their apartment complexes and the nearest, like, recognizable location. There was a co- giant cornfield in the way. Mm-hmm. So we had to walk our way up, like, pitch black, maybe 11 o'clock at night, across the cornfield on, like, a main road. Oh, my gosh. Up to a uh, Kroger's. And at this Kroger's, we're just sitting outside... And we uh, we went inside. We're like, you know what? We're hungry. We uh, were at a lame party for too long. 
And we went inside and got Lunchables. And we were sitting outside of this Kroger's eating Lunchables, <laughs> looking like homeless people. Yeah. And, like, people would walk outside, like, do you guys need help? <laughs> oh we're God. just, like, sitting there, like, eating pizza Lunchables. And we're like, no, we're good. And we had to, like, it was almost like a walk of shame, kind of. Right? Yeah. Like, this is my first weekend in. I'm, like, trying to be, like, dude, I'm a cool roommate. I swear I'm not, like, going to go off and do stuff. I'm like, hey, Rick, uh, we're stranded at Kroger's because, uh, yeah, we got some Lunchables. Can you come pick us up? <laughs> like, this is one of my first impressions. And, uh, yeah, he still talks to me, surprisingly. You guys still play Monster Hunter together. It's fine. Yeah. Um, no, Lunchables I loved. I mean, I was always a pizza guy. So, you know, you get these, like, nasty little, you know, <laughs> spherical discs that, like, yeah. were so, a joke a of... A wafer of, like... Apparently it was yeah. dough. Uh, you know, it was imitation <laughs> dough. And it was, like, <laughs> it was just garbage. And then you get, like, this nasty marinara sauce that was probably, like... Also in like this nasty plastic bag that you just like seeped all over your little <laughs> like yeah. plastic frisbee of a any pizza. any food that you can describe as seeped. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get like these nasty pepperonis and cheese, man. But man, did that stuff taste good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Alone, they didn't taste good, but as a combination, they did. Oh yeah, they tasted pretty good. Um, okay, so maybe going along like packed lunches and stuff like that. Did you ever have the um, Trix cereal yogurt? Trick cereal yogurt. Is that the one you mixed? You didn't mix it, but it was already pre-mixed. So it had like cotton candy and like bubblegum flavored. Or yeah. Whatever. Um, so like the swirls exactly. or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then Gogurt. Yeah, I had that on my list. Dude. Oh, so man. good. Did you well, ever put them in the freezer? Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah. so good. Well, like the problem with all of those designs, or like you can still get the popsicles nowadays, like mm-hmm. the ones that you freeze, is they cut your the sides of your mouth yeah because you're trying to suck in all the juices and you just you're i forgot getting too intense and you feel like the joker by the end yeah yeah i forgot about that no that's very true yeah but it was worth every blood soaked (laughs) experience (laughs) that i had eating goga you couldn't tell between iron and (laughs) and cotton candy the sunny d tang (laughs) that you still had in your mouth and the Blood of the Gogur. Yeah, um, yeah. I've gone through a few. What's your next one? Um, I had, this is kind of a combination of highly, like, sugared snacks. I had Fruit by the Foot. Yeah, I, you're probably going to go down my list here, too. Yeah, I have um, String Things. String Things? Which is kind of, it's just like a very stringy, um, kind of like Twizzlers. Okay, yeah. Kind of, except it's thicker. Gotcha. Um, and then Gushers. Yep, have that here. Obviously. And then Nerds. Nice, yeah. Yeah. No, what about nerd uh, ropes? Nerd ropes. Those are good. Those are so good. They were kind of th- soury. Yeah, they were. Uh, well, I mean, nerds themselves were just like super almost like, so this yeah. next one I have. <laughs> like, I'm consuming pure so sugar. So much sugar. Warheads. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so good. Dude, so good, but like, oh man, were they torturous. Like your tongue was like, felt like sandpaper after eating That is why things. I was, had 30% body fat in the eighth grade. <laughs> Oh my I was a gosh! Chubby little kid, man, downing gushers. But there was like a black one that was like atomic cherry or something like that. That was like, man, my friends and I, we would like, du- yeah, because it, it was white when you actually got the thing. Yeah, and so there was like mystery flavored. We like double dog dared each other to like put like seven of them in our mouth. <laughs> like the same. You get burned. <laughs> yeah, dude. You like literally burned taste buds. Yeah. Like, I had the imprint of a warhead on my mouth. <laughs> I can't even taste foods anymore, man. <laughs> yeah. I just eat collard greens all day because it's I good. I saw different colors for a while. 
No. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, Ring Pops was another one I kind of lumped into that category. Yeah. Um, Baby Bottle Pops. That was one I had. And then Pop Rocks. Yeah. The ones that you put in your mouth, like sizzles. Yeah. Those were cool. Um, kind of along the same lines of Sunny D is High C. Oh, yeah. I think that's still around. That's still around. I think yeah. they still have those. Are... Well, because they had like, ju- they called them like juice boxes. They had like little boxes of juice. Yeah. Um, well, you can get high C. I used to get that at McDonald's all the time, that orange flavored. Yeah. That was like my favorite drink to get there. Yeah. And then you also have uh, squeeze it drinks. Squeeze it drinks. Yeah. Google that. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's the same kind of along the line of like Capri Sun. It's just in a, a different plastic container. It's like the ones that you, I think the ones that you twist off, like that little cap thing. Is that ringing a bell? Uh, what'd like you say? It was like a, you squeeze, or like you twist that top oh, off. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah. yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm texting Lauren back. She's like, they're at the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. And she sent me a picture of a birthday cake, cake flavored. You know, like birthday cake, yeah. like sprinkly, whatever. Cheesecake? Yeah. And she said, I can bring you a piece. And I'm like, girl, that's just too rich for me. Like, I'll get sick. You know what I really like is uh, birthday cake flavored ice cream. Oh, yeah, dude. So yeah. good. Um, I mean, that's my protein powder is birthday cake. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm obsessed with, like, sprinkles and stuff. It's no secret. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what the heck was that called? I'm going to look this up on my phone. It's called um, Squeeze It. Squeeze It. Okay. You can go on to the next one. Um, let's see. I have cereals next. Let's see. Go Gurt, Lunchables. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, yeah, totally. So, my sister and I, for whatever reason, like, we wanted to have braces so badly. Why? We always, that's the exact opposite. Well, it's it's kind of like candy cigarettes as a kid. Well, that's, yeah. another, that's another Why one. Why is that a thing? You know, it's so like when the ice cream man would come around, we'd always want to get candy cigarettes because we thought it just looked so cool. So, same thing with braces. We thought braces were going to look so cool. So those little squeeze it things, you twist off the like little knob thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a little plastic thing. You twist it off yeah. and you rip it and you just drink your juice or whatever. We would put that in our mouths and like pretend we had braces. You were a weird kid. So weird, dude. Like just really I, I think I did the same thing. Yeah. Or at least chewed on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know why that was a thing. So wait, you're going into cereals. So like, can I go through? I have tons of stuff here. So let me go through a lot of these. I know. Oh, I, I mean, I have other stuff besides cereal. That was just the next. Minute made juice bars. Look that up. Minute Maid. Dude, they were in like these really weird like triangular paper packages. They were like frozen fruit bar type things. But man, were they delicious. Oh. Yes. Those were so good. Um, those were hard to eat though because the way that they were shaped. Yeah, it was odd. Bubble gum in a tin can. I don't remember the exact brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were like a lot, like really good flavors. I mean, the flavor was gone in like 15 seconds. Yeah. But man, it was so good. Um, let's see, I already said Trix yogurt with the, uh, you know, cotton candy flavor. Dunka freaking ruse, man. Dunka freaking ruse. <laughs> Dunka ruse. Dunka ruse. They're like these yeah. little like cookies, almost like Teddy Graham type things, and yeah. you dip them in like this like nasty like pretty much the, the cream inside Oreos. Yeah. You just dip them into like. I the, do remember these. Oh my gosh, dude, so good. Um, it's like sh- doing graham crackers and icing essentially. Yeah. Um. Dinosaur egg oatmeal. That was really cool. Dinosaur egg oatmeal. So when you heat it up and you know you're sitting there getting ready to eat the bowl, these like little spherical like thing majigs essentially hatch into like little mini dinosaur looking things. Oh. Those were kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Shark bite fruit snacks. 
Yes. Dude, the white ones were so good. Dude, I love fruits, man. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. So good. Any, the, like, gummy, like, style. Yeah. Um, oh, my word. All right, prepare yourselves. You know what? I'm going to save that one for last. Butterfinger BBs. Yeah. So, so these were, like, advertised with Bart Simpson for whatever reason. Yeah, there are a few things. Yeah. The, yeah. But um, those were really good. I mean, I love Butterfinger but bars. I had a few today. Did you? Yeah. When I was helping my coworker move. Dude. He, his wife put them out on the table. Oh, yeah. like, are you sure? Game over, You might man. be on a diet. And I was Game like, over. you know what? Game I'm, over, man. I grabbed like three. Yeah. Um, all right. Wait, 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 wait. I still have more. Oh, okay. Well, I want to save mine for last, so go for it. Okay. Easy cheese. Like <laughs> cheese whiz. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> like the guy from um, uh, Goofy Movie. Yeah. The super weird one. He's like, oh, righteous, man. He's like, <laughs> just eating cheese. Squeezing cheese in his mouth. Yeah. It had a very questionable taste but it was good probably had questionable ingredients too (laughs) (laughs) made with the tears of our enemies (laughs) cheese (laughs) um kid cuisine oh gross but yes so gross i I, I ate them all the time yeah it was like a novelty because that little penguin was on the front of them yeah it was Uh, adorable yeah i was like i want these in my life you didn't feel adorable after (laughs) you ate them no no but i totally love those um teddy grams Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Those are really good. They have so many flavors now. They yeah. actually have birthday cake flavored t- Teddy Grahams. Really? Yeah. I, I like the original kind of like honey. The honey ones, yeah. Those yeah. are good. Um, vanilla Coke. Oh, yeah. The, oh, we don't want to talk about soda. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I loved Fanta. Fanta. Really? Fanta. What is it? Was a song that was like, don't you want to? Something Fanta. It was like those, it does ring a bell. There were those girls. Dude, they played at movie theaters all the time. Like before movies. They'd like, like hypnotize you to go back out to the counter and buy Fanta. Is it still around? Um, I, I don't think so. I have no idea. I haven't seen it anywhere anymore. But dude, Grape Fanta, the bee's knees. The bee's knees. Fanta, drink. But yeah, like Cherry Coke, Vanilla Coke. Vanilla mm. Coke. That's Vanilla. Where, vanilla was where it's at. Vanilla Coke with Vanilla Crown is really good. Oh, I bet that is. Yeah. You got Vanilla for days. Um, Throw some vanilla extract in there too, (laughs) (laughs) and then a vanilla plant. Yeah, (laughs) Um, you got some leaves in there. Um, Zebra cakes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, those are good. Yeah, my eighth grade field trip. I uh, like so the way that it works. You pay into the trip, and it's a certain amount of money, and then they give you money to pay for each meal. Yeah. And my parents said, "Hey, anything you don't spend on this trip, you watch the the banging. Yeah, you can keep." afterwards oh you so about this. yeah so i bought an entire like the first day i was there bought a box or two of zebra cakes <laughs> i didn't spend any money i just <laughs> ate zebra cakes for a week ryan you want to come with us for dinner i'm okay yeah i i don't know what i was thinking but i ended up walking away with like 120 dollars <laughs> in cash <laughs> and my heart hurt yeah yeah you're still feeling the effects of those zebra cakes <laughs> yeah i really <laughs> They're running um, around your ass. And then I found, like, there was a baseball game at the last, like, day of that, and I found $20. Wow. So I ended up making, like, 150 bucks off of eating zebra cakes <laughs> and being lucky. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember Bagel Bites? Oh, dude. Dude, I could go for... Dude, Bagel Bites, Cheese Balls. Pokemon, Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. 
we're gonna we're gonna have a fun night. Yeah, this will be good. <laughs> um, do you remember the purple and blue pop tarts? Oh yeah, they had like the blue drizzle. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, those were so good. Yeah, I think that was limited run. I think but, it was. Um, I really like the s'mores ones as well. Yeah, I was always a um. Oh gosh, I mean, I love pretty Pop much all flavors. Strawberry is really good. Cherry, dude, if you like, this is going to sound really weird, but if you like freeze cherry ones for just a little bit, for like 20 minutes, and just get a little bit like not as soft as it was, or man, leave it out for a while, leave it out for like a couple of days, let it get a little stale, dude, those are the Pop-Tarts you want to be eating. Yeah. But I've always been like a really big um, brown sugar cinnamon. Okay. Um, but man, so help me, if you're going to eat a Pop-Tart, there's ones that like don't have the frosting. Just mm-hmm. the inside of it, it's like, dude. If you're gonna eat a, if you're gonna eat a pop tart, at least commit to everything. Yeah. No, I didn't know how good toaster strudel was. See, I never had that. You should. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lot, cr- not like a, it's flakier, mm-hmm. and then you get almost kind of like a cinnamon roll spread that you put on after, so oh. it's hot. It's like basically eating like a cinnamon roll. Yeah. Did you um, because I remember like on Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, they always advertised. Um, toaster strudel and that's where like Hector Zeroni or Victor Zeroni whatever his name was from Holes the little guy yeah um, that you know he was his friend yeah and uh, he always like was the main person advertising those like walking to school or whatever he like that's where he got his first like TV gig was advertising toaster strudel and then he was starred in Holes or whatever I did not know that yeah yeah you can go back and look at old toaster strudel commercials and he's in them so <laughs> Peaches and onions, I th- wasn't that? Um, yeah, Pete or yeah, it was for like foot cream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a weird concept! Sploosh, because <laughs> <laughs> he found him like under like the little um, yeah paddle boat or whatever, and, and eating he, onions got rid of the lizards yeah. that could kill you. And he's like, Hector, what are you doing? He's like, the the lizards are killing. He's like, Nah, man. He's like. You want some sploosh? <laughs> He's like, what's sploosh? He's like, what are you offering me, man? What's, <laughs> have you what been I under call that it. boat for too long? That's what I call it. He's like, it tastes like peaches. I call it sploosh. <laughs> He's like, what is this? Yeah. No, I love that movie, though. Yeah. Holes. Louis Satchar. So good. Yeah. Um, got anything else? You know, digging up, up holes? My yeah. dad's like, at my funeral, I want that. Because he <laughs> digs holes all the time in his backyard for gardening and stuff. Yeah. He's like... I want that to be playing at your above my casket. <laughs> Not like Beethoven's, like, yeah. you know, like signature or well, whatever. Like taps or anything. Yeah. Just like hole digging up, up holes. <laughs> I mean, like, that's your dad's personality, though, so yeah. it'd be totally fitting. Um, Sick guy. I just have cereal left. Okay, so let me talk about a last snack that it is criminal that these do not exist anymore. I'd honestly eat like a 15-year-old bag of this. Mm-hmm. Doritos 3D. I did see those when Dude, I was going through stuff. They're like triangular, like spheres with just, you want to talk about like air, eating air. It's like a Dorito chip that's puffed up with air. Oh, I do remember. And it's like a 3D Dorito chip. And you can get like the portable ones where you could screw off the top and then like share with your friends. But screw that. You're not sharing with anybody. It's like a bugle shape. Yeah, exactly. And you like pour them into like this little, you know, um, almost like if you have uh, one of those thermoses for coffee and mm-hmm. you pour some of it into like a little mini cup at the yeah. top. You used that. It was like that. But yeah, with like a chalice, a 3D, 3D Doritos. Doritos, dude. Oh, man. Those things were so good. Those are really good. Yeah. Uh, think so many flavors of Doritos nowadays. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Okay. So speaking about chips real quick, I love stacks. Basically, the Lay's potato chip equivalent of Pringles. Pringles? Yeah. Because they're just thicker. 
Yeah. Um, I love those. Yeah, I think Pringles has a like monopoly in the market though, which sucks. Yeah, they kind of do. Yeah. I mean, that and Lay's potato chips. Yeah, they kind of rule the world, but it yeah. is what it is. No, I love Pringles too. I want Frito Lay. There's a couple companies, I guess, but um, Pringles for days. There's so many flavors. Oh, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite? If you if you say salt and vinegar, I'm gonna knock. No, you off it's the probably podcast. honey mustard. Oh, gross. Dude, get the. I can't say that <laughs> uh, out of my apartment. <laughs> nah, man. I love, um, you know, like your, your barbecue is great. I actually love pizza flavored. See, I overate pizza. Yeah, so just too much at this yeah. point. Yeah. Like I overate broccoli for four years. Yeah, dude. I don't know, I don't know how you did that. No. Um, yeah, it's honey mustard. I really do like salt and vinegar, though. Um, there's a, like a sweeter barbecue that's mm, really good. Yeah. I think that's newer. Yeah, the Mexican kind of flavored ones are not good. I tried oh, like that. taco ones? Yeah, I used to like go in and see, like, try a flavor. Well, like, Lay's Potato Chips, they, like, do all these kind of test marketing things where they'll release a, a few different flavors. Ketchup-flavored and... chips are actually really good. Well, that's a thing in Canada. It like, is. Yeah, and so if you listen to, like, the all-gen gamers, you know, Happy Console Gamer, Johnny Millennium, whenever he'd come down to the States for, like, a convention or anything, like, Games Ready One would always force him to bring, like, ketchup. He's like, you better bring ketchup, you know, flavored potato chips. <laughs> I'd like to try them. My I mean, coworker was, he's hes Canadian. And yeah. He's, like, when I learned that and he was talking about them, I actually found them. You can find them here. Can you? Yeah. Well, it's like, it's, you know, you think, like, ketchup, that sounds gross, but it's like, we've been eating barbecue potato chips for years, so it's like, why would it be really any different? Yeah, you I know? mean, mustard might be a lot different, but ketchup-flavored chips is really good. I'll have to try that. Yeah. All right, you can so, get them at, like, a so, CVS. So cheese balls, ketchup, potato chips. We're getting uh, pizza bagels tonight. We're yeah. just going to get real, real swifty up in here. I need to buy a pan to cook those on. Because <laughs> I still don't have a sheet pan. Oh, it's so all janky right, 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 up in right. here. Um, pizza bagels. Are you make, making, like, Yeah, a, I'm making a list. Okay. Pizza bagels. Cheese balls. Cheese, our, chart, our cart's going to look great. Cheese balls. Uh, a sheet pan <laughs> because I can't believe I've gone like six months. We've cooked multiple pizzas in this place. <laughs> Just, like thrown it into the yeah. oven. No, you're like, you grab it with your bare hands after like six beers and you're like, ah! <laughs> and you're like, chuck it on. It's like 11 o'clock at night. That was and amazing. I wake up the next morning, you're gone. And I'm just <laughs> looking at my kitchen. There's like pizza sauce and like pepperoni everywhere. Like we just completely ripped apart the bag. Oh I'm my like God. just sitting there looking. I'm like, what am I doing? What even happened like, last there's a, night? There's like a half devoured like bite marks in our pizza <laughs> in the fridge. You're like, I left this for you. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> like a saliva covered pizza. Oh gosh. Okay, wait. Pizza bagels, cheese balls. Pokemon cards. Sheet pan. What else? We were going to get something else as a drink, right? I know Pokemon cards. Uh, like Red Bull? Oh, yeah, yeah. Pokemon cards. And uh, Red Bull. Mm-hmm. We'll be all set. We'll be up till like 3 in the morning. Yeah. Um, have, have fun running at 8 a.m. tomorrow with Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Um, okay, so cereals. cereals. Let's do it. French Toast Crunch. Oh, yeah. Oh. You could eat that with, like, it, one, it made the, um, excuse me, uh, the milk kind of gingery, right? Or um cinnamony, right? Yeah. 
So good. And then you could eat it because there's enough cinnamon kind of residue on there. It may, like, you could eat it plain. And oh, it's yeah. Really good. I'll do, yeah, you could just, like, yeah, stick your hand in a box of French Toast Crunch or Cinnamon Toast Crunch and just eat that stuff raw. Yeah. Man, it's so good. And then Honey Nut Cheerios. I don't really like the regular Cheerios, but Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, yeah. There's enough on there. No, I love Honey Nut. Yeah, see, I've eaten, like, an entire box of, like, the large size of Cheerios in one sitting before. I did that um, at a swim meet. Yeah, like I back in the day, like when I was running track, dude, I come home from track practice and eat like an entire box of like Czech cereal. Like it wasn't anything special, yeah. but I just needed carbs for days. For days. Yeah. Do you remember the apple cinnamon uh, Cheerios? I never had those. I just had Apple Jacks. Uh, it's essentially the it's same the same thing. thing the Cheerio version are better though, in my opinion. Are they? Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Cookie Crisp. Oh yeah. If that's still a thing. I think it still is. No, it totally is because now they have birthday cake cookie crisp. Really? Yeah. Wow. It, there's literally birthday cake everything. So you need to get on Discord because one, you need to start watching Pete on Twitch. Okay. But Meachums is also a really good friend of mine, the guy that I gave the PSP to. Yeah. So he's a Discord server as well for his Twitch. And he literally has a Discord uh, like sub topic for just cereal. And we just talk about cereal. Whether it's like old <laughs> cereal, like... Meachums has done, like, in real life streams where he'll, like, take his phone and go through the cereal aisle at Walmart and just, like, everyone's, like, telling him to get certain cereals, get, you know, whatever. We, like, encourage him to get different cereals. Dude, <laughs> We're peer pressuring him exactly. to crappy food. No, it, dude, it, it's awesome. So you need to get on Discord and, and definitely on Twitch. Yeah. Go eat some special K. <laughs> <laughs> get that out of here. Can pinch an inch. Um, let's see. Apple Jacks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think my favorite probably was the Reese peanut butter cup ones. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, my gosh. My grandpa used to have those at his place. Not Reese's. Reese's Puff Cereal. Yeah, that was a commercial, right? Yeah, that's not, that was the commercials. Yeah. yeah. No, those, uh, super good. Yeah, no, those were good. Um, I was always a, uh, a Lucky Charms guy, so I would yes. have a just gargantuan you know like tupperware bowl like it wasn't like a normal bowl like i'd get like a tupperware where you would like store your chicken or something yeah and just pour like a, a half a box in and just dump like half a gallon of milk in there dude get my giant spoon and just go watch cartoons well lauren was a piece of work and she would go in to like one freaking checks mix and eat everything except the pretzels so the because the pretzels were the worst, you kind of had to eat the pretzels to get to all the. Well, no, so you got to eat the pretzels in combination with other things because the, the saltiness like adds that extra. It's it's the it's the combination of everything. Yeah, you, know, you well, can't eat one singular thing. She would throw off the ratio, which is, I saw her dumping her pretzels back into the container. <laughs> what an animal! Yeah, monster. I I hit her for that one. Okay, when well, we that's... were still at a hitting age, okay. that was acceptable. And then um, she did the same thing with Lucky Charms. Oh, that's... She ate the freaking marshmallows. What a monster. No, that that's actually, like, unforgivable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like the unbreakable vow. You just don't do that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, but you can actually buy gallon bags of Oh, yeah. When Laura and I were in... Uh, it might even when we were in Florida for our honeymoon. Um, we went into some store, and it just had, like, really unique old-school candy and stuff like that. And they had an entire bag it's like a 10 pound bag of just marshmallows from like lucky charms i'd be cool with that ratio just putting that in Dude, you no, would mixing. be like vomiting after like three spoonfuls of yeah. that that'd be so gross well i mean i think the cereal to marshmallow ratio is a little bit skimpy now what what kind of cereal eater were you because i'm someone that like 
pours, of course, the cereal first. The cereal yeah. and then the milk. If you pour the milk and then the cereal, you just, what is what wrong is with you? What is wrong with you? That's anarchy. Yeah. You have to know how much to maximize your cereal. Yeah. And then you have all of the liquids fill the crevices. Yep. So you can, yeah, if you put too much milk, you can't fill, yeah. Exactly. What so, is wrong with you? Yeah, okay, so that's your first problem if you're doing it that way. Secondly, are you someone, because there's some people that like, as soon as the milk touches the cereal and they put the, the gallon down, they're eating. I'm someone that needs to tap all the cereal down into the milk to get it a little bit wet. You kind of let let the the milk get absorbed into the cereal a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not mushy, but it's a, it's a little bit softer than crunchy. Yeah, I'm the ta- the tapping kind of lifestyle guy. Okay. No, I need especially with like cinnamon toast crunch. You have to make sure everything's dipped so you can get the cinnamon flavor. Yeah. After. And that's a cereal that I can almost let get a little bit mushier. Yeah, you yeah. can. Yeah. I mean, you don't quickly eat that because it still has a crunch to it. You get it a little bit, I was going to say more flaccid, but that doesn't <laughs> really make it sound edible. No. Um, you you have it a little bit more give to it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, where was I going with that? Uh, what kind of cereal eater are you? Okay, so... Are you one of those people that just like leaves the milk or dumps it out, or do you drink the milk? I'm not a person who likes to waste yeah. things. Yeah. If I'm going to eat a cereal with milk in it, I'm going to drink the milk. Yeah, you and are. I, if I'm just going to eat cereal, I can eat it in a bowl with my hands as yeah. well, like a Chex Mix kind of. So when I was in college, um, I ran out of milk, but I still had vanilla creamer in my fridge. Oh. Yeah, so no, don't do this. So I was like eating cereals for breakfast, and I was like... There's a, it's basically the same there's thing. a grocery store like five minute drive from me. And I was like, but it's, I got to get to class, the gym, wherever I was going. And so I just was like, how bad can this be? It's, it's bad. Intense. It's real bad. So I poured the equivalent amount of creamer into my <laughs> cereal oh. that I went for milk, dude. Oh. It's so heavy and so just like overpowering with like sugar. And like, I've tried a spoonful of creamer and you're oh, like dude. hit by a bus. There's a reason why you pour so little into your coffee and it makes that much of a difference. Yeah. Because it's so heavy and so thick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pro tip. Don't use <laughs> don't do coffee that. creamer for your milk for cereal. Not a good uh, life choice. No, not at all. Um, what other cereals you got? That's all of the ones I have. Yeah, I mean, I didn't... There's a lot of cereals that have been discontinued and stuff that, like, Reptar Crunch back in the day. I never really had a lot of unique cereals that were, like, limited runs. No, um, neither. You know, maybe if there was a special movie, like a Mulan or Hercules, and there was some kind of, like... They put it on the box like or something. That, or if they just had, like, Lucky Charms with, like, Mulan characters as the marshmallows, maybe I got something like that. But um, nothing that I've, like can distinctly remember yeah um so did you have any other foods no that's it that's all i've got well we're in at two and a half hours i think we should probably just call it and we could put the everything else on the next one yeah i think that's good um but yeah i think this is a fun episode yeah that was a lot of fun i i mean i'm not even gonna apologize ryan and i had a riot (laughs) this episode just laughing hysterically with stuff so hopefully all of you you know as a snapshot back in time into your childhood if you're from the 90s you grew up in that time frame and Hopefully it just reinvoked a lot of old school memories and, and cherished memories that you had growing up because the 90s was a, was a special, special time for me. And I think anyone that lived through it, they, they can attest to the fact that it was just a really fun time to be mm-hmm. alive. A lot of cool stuff. Yeah. So I, again, I would just encourage all of you, if there's any specific memories that you have, go into as detail as you can. You know, Ryan and I had plenty of testimonies here with the, the things that we talked about. Feel free to write into the show at Otaku Brothers Podcast 
at gmail.com. We have at least one more 90s-centered um, episode ahead. We probably won't do it next week. We'll wait a little bit to kind of allow for people to write into the show. But if there's any topics or ideas that you want us to cover, by all means, write in. We'd be happy to cover it and talk about it. So thank you all so much for listening to episode 14 of Otaku Brothers. You can find me on Twitter at RELewis2011, where I post any kind of updates to the podcast, topic ideas, and asking for questions and, and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, and Ryan, any any other last-minute comments? Yeah, thanks for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed the 90s as much as we did. Yeah, so we're going to go eat some pizza, bagel bites, and uh, buy some... Balls, cheese balls, Pokemon cards, and Red Bull. Man, and play some Resistance. It's going to be a heck of a night. So uh, until next time, until next episode, we'll see you all later. Thank you for listening. See ya. Bye. Thank you.